Osiris. Count to three. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of... Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. You have found Daniel Donato's Lost Highway. That lost highway. Welcome back to the Lost Highway Podcast, the podcast of all things cosmic country. My name is Daniel Donato, and thank y'all for joining me here today. Um, touring in some way is like an odyssey. It's it's the hero's journey. And we were just on the road for six days straight, and we were opening for widespread panic in Milwaukee. And one of the things that I was um, learning in real time that I wasn't um, keen to being aware of until after I got home and I've been journaling thinking about it for a couple of days is something I want to share with y'all which I think is very valuable potentially is that intent supersedes overpowers correct intent overpowers correct or in short intent is greater than correct and why I think this is true is because I think when it comes to creation and when it comes to the process of individuation as well, um, in, a, in a Carl Jung sense, it's the intent of what you are trying to say and what you're trying to convey to the world in whatever particular present moment there is, because there is no future, there is only, and, and there only ever has been the present. Whatever your intent is, if you can uh, convey that in whatever medium it is, transparently and truly, um, in a way that is you, the intent there, that is the thing. That is the thing that is better than correct. Correct a lot of the time is a is a dialogue and it's a protocol that's been curated by other people, which is not what nature says. Now, guaranteed you this, in the society we live in, there are social constructs that are worth abiding by. Uh, there's power and conformity. But intent over correct so if you're worried about doing something and it's not correct just it make sure that your intent is the thing that you're you're hitting on accurately and that requires you to think about well what the hell is my intent do i even know what my intent should be well, what are my influences who am i what am i trying to say alan watts says it's impossible to know who you are i think it's cool to have an idea and a hypothesis of who you are and allow yourself to change rather knowing yourself is knowing yourself as a being that is being not something that has been not something that is static but something that is beautifully and benevolently kinetic, uh, kinetic at all moments in time. Um, so intent overpowers correct. Uh, think of Jerry Garcia. Uh, somebody could have gone up to Jerry Garcia and said, boy, are you playing that wrong? <laughs> and it's like, well, no. And, and then Hendrix, oh man, you shouldn't light that guitar on fire. That's not what you do with those Fender strats before the Who goes on. It's like, no, that's my intent. So intent over time. Uh, which I think is fueled by the personal truth of a person. Neil deGrasse Tyson says there are three kinds of truth. There's personal truth, um, objective truth, and political truth. And the objective truth is what is ultimately the thing that we all agree on that is real, gravity, right? If I were to take this, um, this SD card battery pack and I drop it, gravity. That is objectively true. Personal truth is that this SD card holder is the best SD card holder on the Amazon Marketplace. Uh, probably not true. Political truth is getting 5,000 reviews on something and then that turning into what is real when people say it is real a lot. So I believe if you trust in your personal truth enough, 
that curates enough activity in the world, granted you're doing it in a way that is honest and true, patient, persistent, and positively, then it will curate a reality that is fueled by your personal truth. And so it's like trust in who you are, identify what your intention is, and act on that, and absolutely leave behind in the dust what anything that is beholding you behind based on what other people have said or what you've seen or heard have compared yourself somewhere to on social media on what is correct. I believe intent is over correct. That is what I've been thinking about when we were on the road opening for um, Widespread Panic. I think Jimmy Herring is just one of the freaking best there ever was. And John Bell has changed the way I look at singing. Um, I want to thank my friends over at Osiris Media for hosting the Lost Highway podcast because this road needs a way to go. Uh, my friends over at Topo Chico for keeping us hydrated on the road. That's all we drink when we're on stage. That's all we drink when we're in the van. It's, it's sparkling and it's cosmic. Uh, one other thing I wanted to uh, fill you guys in on is BetterHelp. Um, I think BetterHelp is absolutely stellar. If Is there something preventing you from, you know, achieving your goals? Is there something that's preventing you from interfacing with happiness in a way that you like, right? It could be marital problems. It could be relationship problems. It could be anxiety, stress, depression, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, self-esteem, something that everyone struggles with, at least people that I know. Um, betterhelp.com slash lost highway. Um, what, what this is, is you can go online and you're getting professional counseling done. Uh, securely, one-on-one, -on -one. and if, if you don't feel comfortable going into an office uh, or you don't have the time to and you can only do it from home, betterhelp.com slash losthighway, get 10% off. I want you to have a happy life. I want you to be able to interface with reality in a positive, patient, persistent way. I want you to keep it cosmic. And sometimes we need analysis and we need counseling along the way. I think most of us do. 99.9% uh, of people, truly. Um, and maybe when I'm a little bit older, I'll have to say 100. Who knows? Betterhelp.com slash Lost Highway for 10% off. Y'all keep it cosmic. Jude Smith is my next guest today here on the Lost Highway podcast. One of my favorite producers. He can just make things hit and slap and flow and groove in a way that you just simply can't resist being engulfed with. Um, his guitar playing is absolutely stellar. He understands how to market and create content in a way that I just truly love and believe is very comedic and signature and very realized. Um, in this conversation, we talk about his path to production, uh, his history with music, how he started playing it, his influences, George Benson, Steely Dan. And then we also spend a lot of time talking about religion, uh, spirituality and the protocols and philosophies. Uh, involved on both sides of the spectrum there. And I absolutely love where he's coming from here. And I love that we can talk about something that is so attached to our soul and our being and encompassing of who we are as people. And we can differ in ways and perspectives and still be friends. I think the nature of this conversation is very, very healthy. Um, and it's good for people to interface with a conversation like this in this modern day where essentially if somebody posts something on our wall or timeline or story that we don't like, we tend to write them off as a, as a bad person or they're not one of us. And I think that can ultimately compound into some unhealthy mental behaviors and also um, perspectives on yourself. Uh, so this is a very healthy and cosmic conversation, a stellar conversation with my friend, Jude Smith. You would know this more than anyone. Yeah. It's like... Um, I'm with you. Making mix. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> Why does Jude sound so much louder? <laughs> yeah. Is yours louder? Oh, wait. It, I have it set to where we don't. it doesn't have to be like in our mouths. Okay. Um, let's see. When check, check, it, check. Oh, yeah, you're right. Good. Thing I noticed about these Atoms, the Atom Audios, I think mm -hmm. these are the sevens. Yeah. Um, I can 
put Isotope Neutron on mm-hmm. as a mastering plugin, um, set it to medium, um, put it to a balanced mix, and bring it into my car yeah. and not be depressed. Really? With how different it sounds. Good. Okay. And cool. it's like yeah, any other monitors, like you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like you might find, like you use the word hype. Now yeah. that's like a cool word. Like they might almost lie to you. Yeah, well, like it feels, yeah, well if you think about it, if the speaker has a lot more low end in it and then you mix your song and you're like, oh, this feels awesome, like the low end's really kicking, right? But then if that speaker has a bump in its, in its low end frequency, then you're going to get into your car and that, that low end's going to be missing because it's exaggerating your speakers and so you didn't do what you actually needed to do, which was boost it in the mix. So right. Your mixes have immense... like. I reference Groove. Is it Groove On? Oh, Groove In. Yeah, Groove In. Yeah. Groove In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reference that song constantly. Dude, really? For how I want to love it. <laughs> that honestly is like a huge in- encouragement and compliment because when, <clears throat> I mean, for the, I still like am referencing, um, I reference stuff all the time. I, I tell people like it's a huge part in helping you mix and learning to mix. Oh, and there's great plugins designed for that. But I mean, it's the biggest compliment that any any person who does mix can get is that wow, I want it to sound like that. Um, you th- you but, used it in a way like I I liked. You know, we say a lot with things that we don't mean to say. And I remember once we were FaceTiming, and I was like <laughs> yeah. asking you about like why does my mix feel like so. <laughs> It feels so slippery. Like the bottom end felt so slippery. Like it felt like like um, hmm. uh, like something that wasn't done cooking yet. Yeah. Okay. And you were like, you were like, well, you, here's you gotta use this multipressor, and then you want to use a limiter in this way. And it's like you were talking about commanding the low end. Yeah. It was like you got getting make, it to obey. Yeah. Yeah, getting it to Making obey. It behave, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like those <laughs> verbs are so brilliant, man. It's such a great yeah. part of your dialogue. It's true because yeah. that's really what you are doing in in that register. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you're getting it to obey and and, and have yeah. the right attack, and which is something I'm still like learning. You're probably still. never going to not be, right? Yeah, so. I mean, I'm sure the top guys are. I would say that as well, but I mean that you know that that is a huge part of it, especially another area where I feel like I do that a lot is uh, like 2K area with electric guitars or like female singers, like voices. I'll multiband the crap out of that sometimes. Sometimes I'll get real specific, like one, I'll, I'll multiband just between 2,200 2, hertz and 2,250 hertz. Whoa. The tiniest little cue, but there's something about that note and for whatever reason, and not that particular frequency, but sometimes it will be around that range and I have to get really specific with a frequency like that and be like, okay, I'm not going to chop it out because it's important for something like electric guitar, but I'll multiband it so that when it misbehaves or it hits a certain note and that frequency is exaggerated it at least keeps it in check and it's behaving so. so the question there is like so if something is misbehaving that means that it's not acting in accordance with something that is a vision that's within your mind well and maybe misbehaving is the wrong word because that would that no. would communicate that it's doing something that it shouldn't but it's just natural i mean guitars are noisy instruments and you know the human voice can be pretty wild as well, well especially if it's a female vocal and she's really going up high for Dude. the chorus or something. Yeah, I uh, worked on this song where I really had to do that same kind of thing with a female singer. In um, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, Bo. yeah, yeah. So I had to do that same kind of thing for female vocal range where when she was really getting up in the chorus, I had to multiband that just that two K frequency because again, you don't want to cut it out. That's a really important frequency. Um, but it's just on certain notes. I notice, okay, that's really getting piercing right there. So the multiband is great because it only engages when it, the threshold comes into play. So it's like when it crosses that threshold, then it you know bumps it down X amount. So 
Right. It's like, so getting on like chaos and order within this, within like how instruments are behaving. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, you might look to somebody like, you look at like early Rick Rubin recordings where it's like very chaotic and there's like huh. a lot going on. He's probably not being that detailed in his minutia, but that was uh -huh. his vision and it was just as effective, like sort uh -huh. of tens of millions of albums. Right. So like my question for you then is like, you know, this also bleeds into probably who you are as a guitar player too, but it's like, how do you go about like developing your vision for like what you want a song to feel like? Is it you just following your intuition? Cause like your mm -hmm. mixes are like very realized, hmm. like feels hmm. like a Jude Smith song. <laughs> wow, cool. Yeah. It's cool. Like behaves like a Jude, like Shannon's. Yeah. Um, like those are like Jude Smith. Like, <laughs> like John Mayer said it best. Like when he produced that Sean Mendez album uh -huh. or that song, he's like, there's the only thing better than being on somebody's song is being in. Yeah, song. that's true, man. And yeah, it's like you totally. when you produce a song, I can feel that you're in the song. Wow, that's cool. Well, I guess it just comes from a a way that I like to hear the mix, or which it seems to be very inspired by Michael Jackson, like Quincy 100%. Jones, and like 100%. Steely Dan, Thriller, and in particular, the thing about Thriller, and I think in a similar vein, Random Access Memories by Daft Punk, like those records are very glossy and shiny and very dynamic. They have a lot of dynamic range. So Do they? compared yeah, well compared to like a uh I, I even heard on the on the thriller sessions that the engineer hardly ever used the mix engineer hardly ever used a compressor on the vocal because are Michael Jackson just knows he just knows how to get closer to the mic and bring it down a little bit or oh. when he's way way back here he'll like really like you know let it push out a little bit more so he knows how to work the mic so he didn't really actually compress the vocals is what I heard that much. Um, oh but anyway, God. there's something about those recordings that, I mean, um, I think recordings back then were a little bit more dynamic. Everything today is a smash as hard and as loud as it can get right, yeah. for competition. But I think I like that record and Random Access Memories for the reason that they are so dynamic. There's parts of those records that are really quiet. And then there's also parts that are, you know, like rock, loud. rock With You is kind of quiet. Yeah. And I, I, I guess I can speak on like compared to what other song, but I'm just talking about within itself, the loudest it gets, I'm talking about the whole record. Sure, sure. The loudest that it gets and sure. the quietest that it gets. There's parts of Random Access Memories where, I don't know the exact numbers, where um, there there's a quiet part of the record and it's really, really soft. But if you're listening on a system, that impact from really, really soft to really, really loud really hits you a lot harder because you've brought people down to such a low, low. Right, right. You know, whereas if you're listening to a pop record and there's nothing wrong with it, it's just different. There's, there's less dynamic range because everything's squeezed to the top. Um, but anyway, all I'm saying is I really like that um i like that things i like when things don't sound too compressed and smashed right um and uh case in point you go listen to like human nature there's something about that shaker oh, man. there's that shaker in human nature yeah. that's just like wow like if i i actually kind of feel like it's a problem for me if i listen to that mix i'm like oh i gotta turn that shaker down it's yeah, a it's little too loud, loud it's a little, too, a little yeah. too bright you know but uh i don't know it's just it's not like choked to death i guess is a better way right. of saying it right it's it's very natural and very dynamic that's a very uh, funny part about about percussion uh -huh. in general it's like to hear like that often can be the thing that's the most misbehaving in a mix yeah you know you hear it especially yep, like on the motown records yeah you know it's like when that shaker comes in on the course that yeah. tambourine rather it's like <laughs> you make me want to shout it's yeah, like, yeah you obviously you get that visceral reaction but yeah. it's like damn like yeah that and you don't realize loud. you start mixing a little bit and you don't start realizing how loud certain things are in old mixes like tambourines because there's so much energy in it but then like you start mixing music for a year or two and you're like wow that tambourine is so loud it's like <laughs> i never realized it you do what you can with isolation like they're probably tracking that live it was probably mm. in the room probably so you know and then it's yeah. like there's another funny thing too which is i i'm so abstract man to where it's like 
I could find a reason to justify a lot of things. And it's like, so when you isolate tambourine and it's like cut in the room live, are you also like taking away that live experience, that live energy? Because that has a sound. Uh-huh. You know, it might not be a quantitative frequency of what yeah. live energy feels like. It right. might not rest in 2200 to 2250. Uh-huh. It might be pervasive across all the numerics, uh-huh. but it's like, yeah, there's a sound to a live thing. Well, that's just where <clears throat> the science doesn't necessarily correlate with how music makes in, us feel, you know, and that's funny? where at the end of the day, Spiritual. scientifically, the best, right. you know, mix engineers, you know, it's, it's usually the guys who don't have the scientific background who right. just go by the feeling and you're like, well, what'd you do with this song? Like, I don't know. I just mixed it and it feels good. You right, know? But then it's the thing. It's like, okay, so what is the thing then therefore that's guiding your intuition? Me personally, or just like, it's period. like well, you know what I mean? It's like, it's probably different for everybody. Depending yeah. On what they say. I think it's just that you're inspired by the records you listened to growing up and Right. How maybe, you know, how music, I, I often wonder about this too, is yeah. if everyone hears music literally actually hears it differently. Nope. Yeah, of course. Like if I actually maybe have more sensitive ears and so I don't want things <clears throat> compressed as loud. Right. Maybe that's what it is, you right. know, totally wondering what it. the actual anatomical difference is. Right. Um, but I don't know. It's right. kind of interesting. Or how does know. music affect us in different ways too, right? It's like, well, yeah, no, I'm literally thinking about like, or even in a sense of not music related, but like eyes. Like who, we both know when we see that LED right there that that's yellow. Right. But like what if it actually, lo- what if you've been trained to call that hue yellow, but it actually looks different in your eyes and we just don't know it. You know? <laughs> right. Or my dad who's colorblind. Yeah. True. My dad's colorblind. Yeah. So our kids are probably going to be screwed. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <They're, laughs> right. But Passing they're already our kids, probably. so they're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone colorblindness. Oh, yeah. they. That's yeah. funny, man. Dude, you were talking about um, you were talking about you. You said you you're, you're going to do some work with that. I don't want. Are you going to go meet with them? Yeah. Are you real particular about what you do for your? Because a lot of your productions come out of your home studio, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, do you plan to keep it that way? Is that something that you want to do, or? Who knows? Um, I've grown up doing that, and seems like have, that's what Phineas does, and like the, with this whole. Yeah, year. I think that's just the culture right now. Um, there's no need for, I won't say no need, but I mean you can do everything. There's also utility in yeah, doing things in your for house. For sure. Right. Um, but there's also a comfort in doing things in a home um, that is not like a studio at all. I've done bigger studio sessions and there's nothing quite as comfortable as just being in your bedroom. You yeah, know, to me, for I'm me, all it's alone. Not, there's no pressure. Oh, for me, you there's know? all the pressure in the world. Like Really? Huh. All the pressure because it's in my house. Now this really? thing is okay. in my house. Like it's here. And like I need to get it done. Hmm. I know it's weird. It's well, like, maybe that's just the difference in in, in mine. How we were raised, maybe, or, or what we did growing up. Because my comfort is definitely being at home and having all the time in the world to get it right. You know. Whereas in a session, it's like, okay, you got eight hours, whatever, let's do it. And there's something good about that pressure. I love too. that. There's something good about pressure. that pressure. I work really well under pressure. Yeah, yeah that's that right. Way. That's true. Um, but I don't know. I think it's like there's there's no rules anymore. No rules. There's no rules. There's no limitations. And that's really fun. But really also fun. at the same time, it's very, it can be very frustrating because <laughs> I feels, it feels like music has been made to feel a little bit more disposable because of how easy it is yeah. to make. Yeah. And now it comes down to, right. You can't just make a record and go, Oh, oh dude, you made a record. Like I want to hear it. You know, it's like, what's in the record, you know, like it's, it's now more so about, okay, the, the ideas, you know, and not that it wasn't about the ideas in the past, Sure, it was, right. but it's, you got to sell people a little bit more. I feel like nowadays, and that's where your social media personality comes into play. That's where your message comes into play, who you are. And again, not that it didn't have any, you know, uh, relevance back then, but you know, it's, 
a good thing and I think a bad thing in a way for artists yeah. that it's so oversaturated right now and it's so easy and, and technology is so accessible that their things have taken a different spin now. It's right. now not about it's now it, I'm not surprised to hear an amazing mix or something that blows me away. It's like that's par now, you know. Right, it's a prerequisite. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the anomalies of yesterday are prerequisites of today. Yeah. And yep. it's like that's a very interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Even just on the skill of being a guitar player. Yeah, that's true. Like you see a guy shredding now, you're like, mm -hmm. okay, next. Yeah, right. But oh, look oh, at cool. those Nikes. Next. Those are cool. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> next thing, like yeah. I give a fuck. Like, that's that's where the personality, like that's what never dies. That right. That is that still rings true. Is like, I I think even maybe more so nowadays. More so. It's more important, you know, that right. people connect with who you are personally, and um, yeah, I didn't. It's it's tough for me because my my heroes are all. 70s and 80s guys and right. then a few obviously you know around today but um i feel like my approach to music has somewhat been inspired by the way they did things and you know they sold records they went on tour they did all these things that worked in the past but now it's so different you know just with social media and um, things being more accessible singles culture you know versus album record right. culture um times are changing and artists have to change too and be and get with the times. And that's been my struggle is like, man, like, okay, I got to remember I'm not living in, you know, early 1980 or, you know, uh, late 1970s. Like, what do you mean by that? Um, I guess what I mean is like not being afraid of the disposable culture that we have. Right. If I can kind of pinpoint it just super frankly, like our, our social media culture is, Dude, that was awesome. Next. Oh, Next. Dude, look at this. Next. Right, you know. right. Three flames emoji. Exactly. Next. Next. Yeah. You know. It's a very next culture. You know, yeah, like, yeah. okay, what else you got? You know. That's why I love the thing. Like, I love observing like John Mayer's approach to social media where it's like, and it's not just him, by the way. He like, he goes away. He mm -hmm. Waldens. He mm, does the Walden okay. thing where he like, he goes away. Yeah. You don't hear from him. Yeah. And then he brings you something really good. Yeah. That's where I've been for the last three years. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Cool, that's great. Which honestly, I love. Uh, yeah. That's that's something about Daft Punk. <laughs> Daft Punk does that. I mean, and well, they're rest going in away, peace, right? Rest in peace. They're think, they're gone. Is they're that gone. not the best marketing, or is it? Uh, do you think it's? I think I think they're gonna come back. Yeah, but of course I don't know. They're, they're too good to not. Yeah, come. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, the I love like that mysteriousness of an artist. I think that's that's it's as an artist or as a fan of an artist, yeah. you want to always be left guessing like oh what are they going to do next you know and we right. don't know where they're at or they're you know away in the middle of nowhere writing a record you know like you're dying to hear it so there but. is a thing about that and it's like it's like the not talking to you every day and then bringing you something that's worth listening to uh -huh. when you haven't been speaking yeah right. you know what i mean yeah. it's like it's really that's like i feel like i'm a particular bug with like gary v about that hmm. where he's like art you know that guy yep He's like, you got. If you're an artist, you should post something every day. Mm -hmm. You know, post a song every day, post a song every week. It's mm -hmm. like, I don't know about that actually. Like, I don't think it works that no, way. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think even a video every day. It's, it's no. different if you're a, if you're a business. Like, you know, not that you're not operating a business when you're playing music because you sure as shit mm -hmm. are. But yeah. it's like right. your product isn't like that. No, it's and that's not, where you're. Yeah, it is different. You're right, and it's maybe it's hard to pin down exactly why that is. But I've definitely felt the truth of what you just said, which is. Posting less means more, and that's well, that's a principle. That's a precept in life. Little. That's a precept in life that that is true anywhere. If you say less, people yeah. listen more. Oh, that's one of the forty-eight you know? rules of power. Yeah, it's like let the let the power of space speak and silence speak. Wow. Yeah. And you think about that in music. Uh huh. Yeah, it's true. Yep. How about this? Uh, here's an idea I've been thinking about space. Uh -huh. Okay. So what's that? You would know this. What's that? What's that? Um, scripture about space between the words. 
who we put me on the spot. Might be Old Testament. I don't know. Space between the words. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm within the space. It might have been God talking to somebody saying, "I'm not within. I'm not the words. I'm the space between the words." Hmm. I've not heard that. I'm not sure. I have well, to look it up. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, and if it's not, please call me on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> then it may be very well. It could very well be in there, and I just don't know what it is. I'm not. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, so it's like that. And so say say God is in between the space within the words. And then, so it's like, what if God is in, or whatever it is, like is in, or, and I know we were talking about that last time too, mm-hmm. before my, my, my freaking oh my external hard drive got God, erased by BNA. this time make sure it doesn't, yeah, crash. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, that was, that was BNA being just not oh, smart. Yeah. Wait, what happened again? Yeah. I'll get back to the space analogy. He's this pissed me off. Yeah. So I like, you know, I definitely respect COVID protocols. And, and so I was doing this, uh, I was following every, every rule. I was wearing my mask. I was uh, standing six feet apart from everybody. But then they were like, um, the, the unbagging situation, whatever who particular officer this was, was just like so extreme. And he was like, well, it's because of COVID. It's like, <clears throat> okay. So it's like, you have, to take your, you have to take your hard drive out and run that through it separately. And then, they, then I ran my hard drive through the scanner separately. Right, and they go, okay, there's something in this hard drive. We got to research there's it. COVID yeah. in the hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, well, we have to swab it down. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm like, be careful before you swab it down, right? Because there's, like, there's stuff in there that shouldn't be swabbed, right? Right. And so the guys like, okay, yeah, whatever, man. Like he's being a total like power <sighs> dick, which is fine. Like, Jeez. and so anyway, something happened between me giving him my hard drive, me getting it back, and then I get the hard drive back, and there is zero information on there dude, that I could access. So I could go and click on the files, but none of it could be recovered. Dude, what? I, I'm talking about music from 2017. Like, Oh, no, dude. Things that, yeah, just like different lives are wow. gone. I know, crazy. Wow, dude. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good thing, it's, good thing most of it was on the, on the cloud, mm-hmm. but our previous episode on Bummer. here was, was gone. Bummer. And I really enjoyed what we were getting to on a spiritual level there yeah. because yeah, cool. I can't really talk to a lot of musicians about spirituality mm-hmm. because yeah. like, it's not that? something they think. They don't really think about it as much. It's uh, always older guys. It's not guys that are our age, 25, 26, uh, 27, 28. You yeah. know, those younger guys, like, you know, I'm not saying everyone who is that age doesn't think about it, but yeah, yeah. you and I, like, I think about it every day. Yeah. Like, sure. I start my day with re- with reading something on a spiritual level or yeah. a philosophical level, yeah, yeah. and I journal about yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's like, so do you. Mm-hmm. You particularly are astute in the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's, like, your thing. Yep. I've yet to really go into the Bible the way you have. Mm-hmm. I love Jordan Peterson's analysis on yeah. Genesis, though. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. you listened to that? I've not listened to all of it, but <laughs> like I've, yeah, I'm meaning, a big Jordan like, Peterson fan, for sure, yeah. Boy, it's freaky, yeah. right? Because he, yeah. he, 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 he takes it all and he looks at it in a metaphorical sense. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, well, here's how other cultures have told similar stories uh, yeah, to okay. the Bible, too. It's like what that could even mean on a more human level, let alone just a Christian level right, yeah. or a Catholic level right, or yeah. just a Jewish level. Right, yeah. It's like on, on a human level, which right. I really am excited about those yeah. things. But it's like... Yep. So space between the words, God said that I'm the space between the words. I'm thinking, okay, God is known, but there there is a sliver of God that is not known because you you can't physically say this is here's some God. Yeah, because then there wouldn't be faith. Yeah. Then there wouldn't be faith. I knew you were finishing my sentence. It's like exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. So God, He will never so, do that. He'll never. He'll never present you with. I'm not a, sold. It's a He. By the way, I'm not sold on it. I'm sure. not sold that it can be something that is as personifiable. I think that's mm-hmm. like a Western thing that we're doing. Because hmm. it's like, God was existent before there were he and she's. Yeah. 
Yeah, he made, but you go read Genesis. Uh, I'm a firm believer in this. Like he, God made us in his image. He made us male and female. And, uh, Which I are, dig that. We I are made in the image of God, you know? Right. And, um, you know, God is referred to as he in, in the Bible, and it's a, it's a masculine, it's a masculine, um, right. uh, noun, pronoun. It's father, yeah. right. Yeah. So, so, uh, I mean, that's not, it's not a Western thing. That's, it, it started as a, uh, Hebrew thing. Um, right. But, yeah. So, right. That's definitely worth mentioning. Yeah. It's like, um, I want to dig on that here in a second, but sure. I want to hear your thoughts on this. And I love, I love pushing back. Like that's what these conversations <laughs> yeah. are about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. So sp- I'm the space between the words or I'm within the space between the words. I don't know what it is exactly. And then I'm thinking, okay, so space between the words. We're going to owe people a clarification on this particular verse you're talking about because I don't think I've ever heard of it. But. Yeah, let me look it up too no. on my phone. So I am the space between the words. Space between the words. Um... Bible, <clears throat> where the spaces between the words in the Old Testament, here I'm going on to Quora, who knows, right? Um, <laughs> don't send me notifications. Oy vey, where is it? In the original Hebrew scroll, has no space between the words. I can't find it. Oh, is it a... Oh, yeah, that's that Martin ukulele. Dude, I can't find it. An out-of-tune ukulele instrumental. I'll find it We'll soon be back with this sponsored message by Jude Smith's terrible (laughs) ukulele playing. (laughs) Right. Oh, I might be wrong then. It's very possible I'm wrong. It wouldn't um, be the first time on the podcast, but maybe it could, maybe it could be. I'm not sure. I'm not, not, not familiar with it, but you would know. But what's your what's the point? Though? So the idea is like, because I'm trying to figure out all the time, like how do I define what this feeling of God is? And so I, at least I forget where I read this, but it was I'm the spaces between the words, and I'm thinking, well, what if words are notes? So like I'm the space between the notes, and then it's like you think of like hearing BB King talk about space between notes. Uh-huh. And then I think about that feeling of, of what I think is, of what I would say is God when uh-huh. I feel B.B. King play. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, well, that surely is like a connection to the source. Sure. Yeah. So it's like he's letting space speak. He's letting uh, space speak. Right, yeah. And you're talking about like letting space speak. Uh-huh, yeah. And so like maybe it's the idea of trusting in space, trusting or having faith in space. Hmm. And then it's the idea too of like, well, we use the same word space to like talk about uh-huh literal space that's above our heads yeah. which is literally the unknown like yeah. we don't we know what's going yeah. on up there but we don't fully know like uh-huh. we understand like we don't even fully know what's going on on earth like yeah. we don't even know what the ocean fully is sure so yeah. like we sure really don't fully yeah, know yeah. what's going up yeah. there yeah. but like there's a certain element of faith that we have about what's going on in space mm-hmm. we have faith that there's not an asteroid coming our way that's going right. to destroy us right and it's like so what if it's this concept of like and this speaks to like mentality about today and in, in our like our lives it's like having more faith in the words you speak, in, in having more faith in the space between the words you speak, more faith in the space between the notes you play, more faith in the space between all the things, uh-huh. more faith in space. Okay, so you're going to have to summarize for me exactly <laughs> what you mean. It's Unless simple as that. A, it's in simple case as there's that. someone out there who's maybe kind of like summarize. So you're, you're talking about the space being more, are you talking about like not being afraid of silence? Or are you talking about? Yeah, yeah okay. I'm talking about like having faith in checking this out. In silence and the things that happen in during silence, uh-huh. 
like trusting that whatever it is that you're in communion with or that you are working with is uh-huh. working with you with an interest that is vested in you. Huh, yeah. It's like you don't have to be so anxious about saying things on social media all the time. Oh, yeah. You could totally. have faith in the space between that. Your stories, yeah. you're telling your story, yeah. you're fine. You're living yeah. your story. Totally. More faith in the space between the words that you have with people. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or the notes that you play. Yeah. You know, it's like, does that make sense? This is yeah, a really rough, like, so. I'm bringing you some raw energy here and just yeah, dropping dude. it. Yeah, come on. I love yeah, it. that's what it's about. Oh, well, I think. I wish I knew what fucking verse this was. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I'm, if you figure it out, let me know. I've never heard of it. Um, I um, I see it in two different ways. Two things I'm picking up when you're talking about all that. So I, you know, my faith and who God it is is a huge part of who I am. Would you also say what God is or is it who? It's who, for sure. See, we that's are interesting. Everything, the, the, the existence of this human body right here is not a coincidence. No. We are, we are made in the image of a creator. What do you think about plants then and like all those other things that have consciousness? Um... He, I believe that he created those as well, but like he made man special. He man, made man definitely special. has a special yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it seems to have <clears throat> the most spiritual connection yep. and it has the most consciousness, yep. right? Yep. And it seems to be the smartest thing. <laughs> yeah. Like it seems some of the time. Right. Yeah, 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 right. We're, I'm not totally sold that dolphins don't have a civilization underneath us. They're just fully <laughs> they could. functional. Could be bumping. Right. Uh, but yeah. Well, I mean, you know, my, my conviction is this. There is, um, if you read scripture, right, and you know, in reading and be- reading scripture and, and then believing in scripture, that takes a step of faith. Let's right? talk so, about that too. So yeah, let's get there. But you know, my my understanding of how humanity is built, whether or not you believe in God, right. scripture is clear that we are made in the image of God. What and, does that mean? So like, God and is this a is person? what I'm about to get into. What it actually awesome. means. So awesome. so in if you read the Bible from beginning to end, you see that there's a God who created the whole world, a mind of God who created everything. In the Genesis universe, one, right? Yeah, like, created he created everything. There was nothing before him. He was just there and then he created everything. And to me, that it takes it takes a lot more faith to believe anything else other than that. Like that that to me, I feel like that's and I'm not just pretty logical. It because it's the easiest thing to believe, but I don't have enough I mean, there's a saying that I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Because I look around this world oh, dear, and yeah. like it's so obvious that it had a creator and Anyway, I could go off and on. Sure. I could go on and on about that, but well, the mind the of God, the mind of God created, the mind of God, um, right. and He spoke this 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 world. That's what Genesis one says. In English, I, I firmly no, no, not in English. No, like what was it then? Well, you know, I don't it's know. Like, I mean, it was before. It's before any civilization. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, was it dolphin? No, I'm just, <laughs> maybe <laughs> I don't know. But but um, mind of God, and then you get into the New Testament, and then Jesus, the the Son of God, He came in the flesh. Right. So the body of God. Right. right. And then the Spirit of God, when Jesus ascended into heaven, he died. I firmly believe that. He died and he rose again. Right. And three died, days. Three days, rose again. And then when he, when he came back to life and he showed himself to his apostles and he spoke to them and he said, it is going to be good that I go, go up to the Father. Uh, I believe he said this uh, before as well, but um, he said, it's good that I go to be the Father so that I will send you the Holy Spirit. Cool. That's the Spirit of God. So that's where we get the idea of the Trinity. It doesn't. There's no uh, actual reference to the Trinity, quote unquote, in Scripture. But when people say the Trinity, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about Father God. They're talking about Jesus, Son, Father, Spirit. Son, the Holy Spirit. That's where that comes from. Three, right? And so, so you and I, being made in God's image, right. it is that we have a mind, right? We can think, we can create, we have a body. That's now you pointed to. <clears throat> now everyone, like, uh, but to finish the thought, real quick, please, before please, you get please, to your thought, please, absolutely. Mind, we are the mind. Of, we have the mind of. God has created us in his image as in we have a, a body, mind, and a spirit, right? Right. So our spirit and the things that you and I have talked about, maybe from different perspectives, but that we have spiritual experiences in this realm. Oh, and there are plenty of people, it doesn't take someone who, who 
necessarily believes in God to understand that this world is very spiritual. And um, two, um, you know, we have uh, a body that we have to feed and take care of, and that's yeah. how we do physical work on, right. in, uh, on the earth. And then we have a mind that we have thoughts and we, have, we can create things with, you know. Right. Uh, but that's all from the image of God. We are made in his likeness. And so when we talk about, you know, him in a personal way, um, I don't think that's um, I don't think that's irrelevant or incorrect because we are made in His image. He's made the reason we are Definitely. the way that we are is not something is not some unique, uh, um, uh, never been seen before thing. We are made in His image, and so any sort of characteristic that we have, it started with Him. Any sort of laughter, any sort of relationship sure. that we have, or any sort of love or 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 grief Pain. or anything right. or anger, right. like those are all traits right. that like God has experienced. And right. and if we're made in His image, I think that's the easiest and and we experience maybe not them. the easiest, but that that is the clearest explanation for for me as to why I am the way that I am. You know, so. so when you pointed to your, when you said mind, you were pointing to your head, mm-hmm. but then, so like when you're referring to your mind, you're, you're pointing to your brain, but then it's like, so you're assuming that your mind stops in your brain when you do that, but it doesn't like your mind is everything you see. And sometimes you think you'll see things that aren't there, or sometimes you'll think you'll hear things that aren't there. Mm-hmm. And so that's your mind being incorrect, but your mind is taking place in your line of vision, which is outside of your head. So that's fucking weird. So it's like your what consciousness. You clear that up a little bit. For so me. your consciousness isn't just in your head. Like your. Well, I think that's where you're kind of maybe crossing into maybe our 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 spirit, the nature of our spirit. Perhaps. What do you mean? Um, I definitely believe that. I don't think it's perhaps for me. I think that there we have a spiritual. Uh, we are spirit, and when we die, right? We I firmly believe that there is a life after this life that is going to be eternal. And that knowing the difference in, in knowing God and not knowing God is, is going to be the difference in where we, where we end think, up. Do you think, yeah, I think, I definitely... And that's a very hot topic, but man, oh, if, you, if you read scripture... I love it. And I have, I have experienced God in my life, I've experienced the truth of who Jesus Christ said he is, and, and experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, right. which is what scripture... That's the whole story of scripture. It's God's plan of, of um, giving, giving um, making a way for sin to be overcome through his Son, and then giving the Holy Spirit to be a, a guide and a comforter um, along the way through this life. Totally, and, totally. And, you know, having, not too. having that in my life has been a huge, um, has been a huge help. It's, it's literally, it's conversational. And that's, again, back to the point I had of, right. if, of anything that we have in this life, it is because God created it first. And so I can, why, why does it feel weird? Why does it strike people in a weird way when it says that, when I say that I can talk to God or I can experience, express emotions to God and I feel like I get a response, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it takes faith to believe that you get a response, but through throughout my life I have definitely had unexplainable moments of like that was God, you know? <sighs> right. And me um, too. Yeah, for and sure. The ones for me are are um are I can't use words to describe the feeling because I don't know the uh-huh. I don't have the capacity of language to be able to talk about that feeling. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? So then yeah. you can only say God. Uh-huh. You can say, well, that was God. Uh-huh. But I have such a, um, again, I'm so abstract. It's like, I have a really hard time saying that I've pinned down what God is uh-huh. because it keeps unveiling it himself to me, mm-hmm. himself or itself. Uh-huh. Like, like I, a part of me thinks that it's everything, like it's literally everything. Hmm. Like it's everything that we do. Like it's, it's, it's literally the basis of all consciousness. Hmm. So like everything that you experience is like, it's literally so nature itself. Say like, are, are you familiar with Carl Jung at all? Um, I've heard of him through Jordan Peterson. 
right? right? Is that is that really? he talks about it all the time? He yeah, he's really influenced. Yeah, by I believe so. But like I'm his, not familiar with him. That's like much. his fucking. That's his Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like that's his yep. guy. Yep. Um, so it's like, Carl Jung has a really fascinating, several fascinating takes on this. And I'm a complete tourist in his world. I'm also a tourist in the world of scripture. I'm not mm, nearly yeah. as well versed as you are. Sure. Um, but it's essentially, it's like we're a test of nature. Uh-huh. Like right, we're like we're we're an episode of nature. Jude Smith is an episode of nature taking form in the hum in the form of a human body living experience through that kind of consciousness. But you have consciousness, and so do dogs, and like so do plants. Yeah, right? but they don't have a spirit. They don't have That's a the spirit. Difference. That's the thing. That's, That's the, the difference. different thing is they don't have a spiritual yep. capacity yep. to retain. Perhaps in Genesis, anything. in Genesis, God it says that God breathed breath into man and his spirit Whoa. was breathed into man right, right and so the difference between me and a dog is i have the breath of god in me so do you whether think- or not i acknowledge that he exists or that i follow him or i love him or i even care about the way that he wants me to live life right. i he get that's foundation piece one of a loving god who cares about people because he gave life to them and gave them a free choice to leave them alone if they don't want free to, will free will right. if he if they, if they do not want to acknowledge that he exists that he's going to let them go down that way. What are your thoughts on free will in the sense of like, um, in a, in a couple terms. So like how much free will do you have if you don't know what you're going to think next? Or if I'm telling you to not hear this, stop hearing that. Stop. (laughs) You can't. (laughs) So like, I wonder like how much free will we actually have. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, I think about that. It's well, like, because when I'm playing, yeah. I, I'm, I'm almost trying to translate what I'm hearing, but I don't know where that's coming uh, from. Now, if you're going to yeah. ask me, I'm yeah. going to say it's, it's a source of, a, of an immense spiritual capacity mm-hmm. of what's draining that into my mind, Yeah. right? Sure. And I don't, I'm not telling it what's going on in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just translating it. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's like when you're playing uh-huh. and you're letting it fly and uh-huh. it's reacting with hundreds of thousands of people across the world and they're feeling <laughs> it through their screen, that's <laughs> got to be God, the thing that's sealing the deal there. I don't think it's God. I think, it, think, it I think God created it. I, I think it's a difference in, I said this last time, yeah, yeah. I think it's a difference in y- me hearing a Daniel Donato record yeah. and then hearing it and be like, oh man, that's, I know Daniel. I know Daniel. But no, I don't until I sit down next to you and I talk to you, but you and I understand who Daniel. you are. That's different. I, I feel what you've created right. but what you've created and thing you've put down in an mp3 Stanchion is not daniel no no it's a file it's a yeah it's it's a creation of of yours it's right a but, it, but it would be the same it'd be the same mistake in saying that i personally know daniel donato no. by, by listening to his music because yeah. you're more intricate than that you right. are um you're there's more to you than just your music right you know at the end of the day maybe that's a big piece of it but but certainly i couldn't say that i know personally know Daniel and I know everything about him, right? No. It's a totally different experience being here face to face. Right. But that's how I see it. Is music, of course, is, a su- is, is I think a uniquely powerful creation and that God made it. That's my perspective. It's that, like a thing that's almost not even from this world yeah. that actually takes place on this world. Yeah. Think yeah. about like how yeah. much we're disagreeing with everybody now, like on a day-to-day basis. Yep. yep. Like, when, oh, dude, man, I've been to a couple of shows just this year that had such peak transcendent experiences uh-huh. in which everybody's consciousness was focused on one thing uh-huh. and the singular identities of political beliefs. Yeah. Or, all that shit was out the window because yeah. those are man-made parameters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this really, this sensation that is music that is so man-discovered, uh-huh. but not man-engineered, like not man-made. Yeah, totally, sure. 
totally transcended all the bullshit. <laughs> it was like, it literally just like windexed yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, so totally. like that's, I have to think like the closest thing I felt to feeling God, yeah. aside from these daily uh, episodes of synchronicity, which yeah. is something that Carl Jung talks about, yep. which is finding connections between your internal consciousness yep. and your external world. Yep. Oh, that happened because I prayed that synchronicity. Uh-huh. Or you're talking about you're talking about the first fruits for God, uh-huh. um, which would be an amazing name for a, for a track or something. First, first fruits, fruits that'd yeah. be really cool. That would be because <laughs> it sounds that. compressed <laughs> and punchy. Like first it fruits. it does. Like it sounds like or band name or something. Yeah, maybe first fruits might be a bad band name. Maybe okay. Yeah, I don't know, but it, it sounds just depends on the music. Like, it does. Coldplay is a terrible bad na- uh, band name, but Coldplay is a terrible band name. It's an amazing Make good music. fucking band. Yeah, in my opinion, consistently. Yeah. Longer than we've been alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Maroon 5. Oh my God, man. Like, what does that even mean? <sighs> James Valentine's an amazing player. Mm-hmm. Um, so your guitar playing to me sounds like, it sounds fruit. Like it sounds like crisp and sweet and like, it does. <laughs> like whenever I listen to you, like, it's true. You're also, you're one of the only Instagram guitar players, like people I've discovered on Instagram who plays guitar, which, uh-huh. th- in which I still listen to your music. Like that's a hard yeah, thing cool. to make that trans, that connection, you know? Not everyone can do that. Yeah. Like, and it's, um. I'm waiting yeah, for a record, I, I, man. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I got some stuff in, my, in the back pocket. But, I bet um, you do. Though. Yeah, I'm... Uh, you're in no rush, though. Yeah, I don't know. There's I no, feel there's like no you're need. the guy who's in no rush because you just know how, simply like what you are capable of doing. Maybe. How effective it I mean, be. yeah. I mean, but there's definitely, I mean, you know, moments where I'm like, oh, I need to get this out. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking way too freaking long, and that's probably most of it. But, but also, I, I again, like I said earlier, I love the silence of i love the silence of artists that i really respect i'm like man i haven't heard from them in like three years and then when they put something out it's like oh dang i'm definitely gonna listen to this that's what ed sheeran does he does like two years yeah i guess so yeah yeah so and he just like fucks the world up yeah, and pretty just much, goes yep. away that's right it's like yep. what mayor does too he like uh-huh. comes here and then he goes away yep it's like it's it's, well, it's the principle of you say less <clears throat> people people will listen more i think that's with social media i think that's with music i think right. it's with talking conversation whatever right but yeah so what do you think about that? What I was saying there. So it's like, to me, I feel God the most when I felt it the most, when it's most inexplainable in my words, in two, in two forms through transcendent musical experiences. Mm -hmm. And then like slight episodic occurrences that are like between me and the universe, Uh which is way different than like a shared musical experience. Uh Now, some of your things that you were talking about last time you were here is like, you had a couple, like what seemed like one-on-one, transactions 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. all right so are you comfortable sharing any of those i remember there was one you didn't want to share yeah well and but it not was so, and if there's anyone that hears that it gave for, me for, goosebumps so it's not out yeah well and, the, and if there's anyone who hears me saying that i don't want to share it it's it's literally just like because it's so personal it's like, so personal and it's so beautiful and i feel like sometimes when i've shared it it's been like um you're in almost, a weird in a weird comparison like kissing and telling right like and you don't want to sh- I, I, for, exactly. for lack of better words you were given that moment of experience it was and a beautiful, like don't go like, out there and soil it 100 right. and totally, so totally yeah that's between yeah. me and the lord and all, all i can say that you know moments like that in my life are the result are the reason why i'm able to like just talk about this so freely with you is because i'm so sure i'm so sure that like what the bible says and um who god says he is through his scripture and through and through his uh prophets and the apostles who talked about all these things that happened 2000 years ago it sounds like sounds crazy but dude like if you if you practice what is in that book and you live life the way that god wants you to live 
wait, he wait. will show up. Are practicing and living life two different things or are those the same thing? I think the practice and a belief can be, you know, a mile apart. You can, you can practice, you can practice something, but not really believe it. And God knows God's able to differentiate those so who are just believing? practicing. F- f- feeling? Well, feeling it in your solar plexus. That's, God knows. I think God knows the difference. He does know the difference between when pushing. I'm doing something on autopilot and I'm practicing and I'm just being religious. When in fact, like someone could coin me or, or label me as just being a religious person, but I'm not. I'm trying to be less religious. I'm trying to be more personal with God, right. and uh, I think that's what He wants. You know, Jesus said in the Gospels, He said, "There's going to be plenty of people who will come to me at the end of their life and say, Jesus, like Lord, did did I not cast out demons in Your name? Did I not do all these things and do all these miracles in Your name? Like, surely I know You." And He and He said, "Depart from me. I I never knew You." And so it comes down to a personal relation. That's why people talk about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And, you know, I've, I've grown up around, um, you know, I've grown up in the church. And so my background, it's very easy to label me as just someone who's brainwashed by all this stuff. That's someone who but, wants to say who they know who you are without knowing you. Though. Yeah. But yeah. man, like I have really wrestled with this in the last year and I came to a point um, okay. last year where I was really questioning a lot and in a good way, really wrestling with, do I believe this? Do yeah. I, am I just, you why know, do I believe this? Why do I believe this? Why? Am I just being, you know, brought up in a way that's, you know, religious or, you know, am I just being brought up in tradition? Is there actual substance to this? And is, is it actually make a difference in my life? Yeah. And, and again, the, my, my, I have a stance of humility that it's not about me. It's not about what I get in this life from God. It, it is all about him, and it's all about telling people that he is. Servitude. For me now, my, my, my perspective has changed. It's, okay, it's not, God, okay, if this is real, what do I get out of it? Now it's like, okay, I've tasted it, and I've seen that this is real, and like, Lord, what can I do for you? That's, that's how my perspective has changed. Right. So um, anyway, um, I, I have really wrestled with all this stuff, like genuinely. You and should. It yeah. shouldn't be like, it shouldn't be like two, one plus one equals two, yeah. Yeah. even though it seems like it resolves in that way sure. because you get this kind of resonant reverberation of truth in your heart and your spine mm-hmm. when you feel God. Yeah. But, but it shouldn't be like an easy, like you should always be contemplating and yeah. thinking about what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And to bring it back around to the, the personal moments that I've had um, right. with the Lord, it's, um, I don't know why. Um, Jesus said this in the Gospels, but he he did this, and mm. it it maybe explains a little bit why I've, uh, why I'm hesitant to explain just to thousands of people if they're listening to this the intimate details of what have happened to me in my life through my faith and my my intimate prayer moments with the Lord. Like he he would heal people in the Gospels, and then he would immediately tell them, "Do not tell anyone about this." Whoa! And I that right. I, that's kind of like right re- i wrestle with that i'm like why like why did surely if jesus was trying to proclaim his sovereignty and his divinity he would he would be like okay now go and tell everyone you but know no then it's about jesus and but, not about god right um right but he told he told people to to keep it to themselves and i i, I, I guess i don't really have an answer for that right now with where i'm at now maybe i will in the future but that um i've felt that same conviction and it's and it's a confirmation in me that like that same god who did those things, the people who witnessed these things that Jesus did um, and what he said to these people when he did, he made, you know, he did miracles in their lives. He showed up in a, sure. in a divine way and that there's a count of him saying, don't tell anyone. Don't tell the anyone. same check that I feel in my spirit that says, Hey, like be, be careful with sharing that with right. just anyone. Soiling. That's like, wow. Like that's that same spirit. And that's the same Jesus that's speaking to me personally. That was the no, same when, Jesus that was speaking in the scripture. When you say then. just anyone, that, that's the thing where I get where I where I always start questioning things because then there's like an exclusivity factor. So what well, do you mean by that? Yeah, I think like that's where the the 
the gift of the Holy Spirit and God speaking to me and my relationship with Him and just be always being in tune to what He wants me to say, right. that's where that comes into play. It's, it's the day-to-day He will speak to me and say, it's time to share it. No, it's not time to share it. Okay, it's time to share it. So that's what I wanted to know is yeah. like, so the thing I'm always interested in, this is just who I am as a person, is how do I take in data from people that I can learn things from, which is you immensely? <laughs> and then like, how can I take in that data? Uh-huh. Um, and then how can I practice yeah. And, and and get better from from that data, yeah. um, right? And I'm no one takes one hundred percent of everything they hear because it's different for everybody. Sure, but it's like so. The, you just talked in. You were just talking about something about how you're how you're actually on a day to day basis practicing yeah. uh, this ideology that you have, right? This way of living, if you want to call it that. Sure, yeah. ideology. I just I hate I hate the word to make it feel any more religious or any more of a practice. I just I follow these steps and X happens. It's well, not, dude. And, it's and that's when I get back to maybe the, it's your life philosophy then. Well, no, I just get back. That's where I get back to the pers- the the personal how would you connection think? with so, God. So you how would you call it? So if it's not like Jude's, it's, it might not even be Jude's. It's probably it's like how would you call it? Would you call it your philosophy? Would you call it your ideology? It's my would faith. You, would you call it your? It's your. It's my. Faith. It's my relationship okay. with God. Way it's my relationship. I love that. It's my relationship with Jesus, and that's why you hear. You know, and again, I hate to be stereotyped and put into a mold, but no. this is why. This is this is the vocabulary that when you experience when you when you experience um, an intimate moment with the Lord, and you and you hear Him speaking to you personally in your spirit. There, that instantly switches from okay. This is not just a religious practice thing. I do these steps, and I, and then I obey this tradition, and I take this communion, and I do all this no, stuff. No, yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it That's literally switches doing. from that to oh God, like you're a real father who created me, and I don't want to, I don't want to disappoint you in the same way that I don't want to disappoint my earthly dad. Like right. now, the perspective has changed from okay, God, you asked me to live this way, and it's not that I do these things and and follow these steps because I'm a robot and I'm practicing and no, serving this no, religion. I'm not saying it's because right. I I know who you are now and I know how good you are it's and I know faith. how supernaturally I've been changed through following right. you and following scripture and and being humble about the truth of who Jesus is. And right. it's sometimes labeled corny to say and talk about and and controversial to talk about, but like. It's true, dude, and and I don't have any explanation for why it, it is so important to me, other than, dude, it is Probably the it's, truth. It's it truth. Is yeah. life changing. God is so good. Christians say that all the time. He's so good, dude. God is good. You know, praise God. Whatever. But it's so true, and yeah. I've realized why. Like, I'm starting to sound like everybody else now because no, I get not. it. You're you know? not though, because it's like you're not. Because I talk with a lot of people um, that are not our age, but people that are older. Um, that participate in religions that don't have the same daily practice and kindness and self-betterment that you're trying to exploit within your own personality. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, I mean, I don't think, I, I think most people don't try this hard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think you're trying really hard. Like you wake up every day, you read scripture, right? It sounds like that's something you talked about on your Instagram, like you're doing that every day. Or a lot yeah, of the days. I mean, I do it and a you're lot. Trying to and stay it's not because and, it's a practice. It's not because I feel like I'm obligated to or I'm like, I'm, I'm, uh, well, it's because I want to, dude. It's because what? I've I've developed a relationship with this person, God, and and I want person? to get to know Him more. Is it a person? Uh, no, I think for lack of better words, but Maybe just Jesus just the point like of like I have I have this relationship, and I want to nurture it, and I want right. to and I want to get better at. Um, I do it for myself personally. Right. I do it. I do it because I need it. And dude, the other day I'm literally, and I'll just touch on this for a second, sure. but I was. Um, reading about uh, Mormonism, and I, you know, I don't judge anyone who's a Mormon or 
look down on them in any way, but I was reading into it, and it's a some people would consider that a a a denomination of Christianity. I personally don't agree with that, um, but it um, it just really bothered me because there's a lot of things in that religion that are very um, very um, what's the word legalistic. Um, and it feels, in a way, a lot of people view it as a cult, and I'm, I myself might might even go as far as to say that it feels very. It definitely cult-ish. has a bandwidth to have For cult, sure. it cult personality. It feels very right. restrictive, and it, there's, it feels like there's no freedom in that. And there's certain denominations um, of Christianity, and that for also sure, have and for sure, yeah. and that's where I'm saying I want to be re- less religious because yeah, it's not I'm, it's not about okay, I got to practice these rules, here, and right. if I do all this stuff, right, then so I'm going to be good because it's not that easy. It's, it's like no, it's yeah, not. exactly. But when this when it switches from oh wow, like God is real, and like I don't want to grieve His Holy Spirit, and I don't want to do anything that brings a bad taste that brings a bad taste to someone's mouth because I did something out of uh, an immaturity that gave God a bad name because yeah. because when like for instance if we're good friends and you you talk highly of me or I talk highly of you and then you do something bad like what does that say about me that I that I put my stamp of approval on your friendship right. and they go well then I'm going to you know think twice about Jude then because if if uh, you know right. Daniel speaks highly of him then I can't trust Daniel's reputation or that's or, one way to look at it you know um, but it is. anyway, um, we just don't have control over everybody. You know, you don't have control over what yeah. people do. Some people just fucking lose their minds, especially in yeah. the last year. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. True. Yeah. I, the thing that you're, you're trying to get less religious through your own personal relationship with God. I always think in the great, a great philosophers always say this is that like Alan Watts, like who definitely had his, uh, he had his, he definitely had some rational in, of, objections about modern uh, the modern interpretation of christianity huh. and how it's adopted in our culture modern modernistically mm-hmm. okay, yeah. so like 1960s onward okay um which you know is worth listening to it's sure. not talking about sure. totally defuncting de- you know like defunding christianity in any way sure. as in like, defund the police <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing about that but like the way that we use this tool now sure. could have some questionable yeah a lot of effects. churches are defunded anyway so uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of them would just work on uh just uh, sticks and stones, pretty much. Yeah, we were talking but, about that. Yeah. Um, but he had this one idea where it's like everyone, everyone in your circle, uh, people who are not your circle, the most they can do from your parents to the person who steals money from you, all they can do is show you the direction. But the thing that actually brings you connection to mm-hmm. the direction in which you were having to go to is your interaction with nature itself. So it's you and the source. That is you. It's you're going at it alone. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like, even if it's your father and your mother telling you about this thing that is Christianity mm-hmm. and this thing that is God, mm-hmm. it's still you and God, mm-hmm. the thing that gets it done. It's the thing that's you and yeah. God that yeah. gets the that that gets the faith seated yeah, and grown. Right, right. And so like that's a really interesting thing. So your incentive, your your intuition rather, is pointing you towards the direction of it's me and God. Mm-hmm. Which I think is very similar to saying it's me and nature, because God and nature are probably pretty synonymous, right? No, God created nature. Right. So it's like, is nature not God then? No. Nature is part of God. Is that a better way to phrase it? Uh, God created nature, and 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 so Bible talks like about that. how all creation cries out and praises God because He created it. It, it does. And so, um, I mean, there's literally people who think that, like, you know, the crickets, like when they're chirping that that's that's they have a faith to believe that that's actually them singing and praising to God because that's in scripture it's like all creation uh, i'm forgetting the exact uh, scripture but there's this idea that creation i think it's a little grand there's a little bit of grandeur in it in assigning a spiritual sentiment to a cricket right uh, maybe so creature, maybe it's the creature maybe just so but doing what but it certainly does. it's certainly not 
unscriptural to say that 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 creation cries out to God. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. And so here's the thing that I'm saying. I think this is good news. Like here's my perspective uh-huh. on that: is that even if you don't know, or it's not in your intention to to be singing or praising to God, uh-huh. you're doing it anyway because you're being. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, right? it's like that cricket's doing what that cricket does. <laughs> like, right? The cricket's making cricket noises. Someone next door could say he's doing it for But God. the cricket doesn't have. I know, it's interesting. The cricket doesn't have. It's a real conundrum. The cricket has not been given by God a choice, a choice of whether or not it wants to follow him. That's, that's the difference. So, like, a, a sector of free will to follow God or I, I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I believe so. that God has, like, made humanity. Um, I'm, I don't know why. I mean, he's God. He could literally have made any of us do whatever he wanted, but he gave us the choice to determine for ourselves if we wanted to be part of a relationship with him and know who he is. And, you know, the idea that a loving God sends people to hell, too, on another note, is, is it messes some people up. Like, okay, God, if God is love, as these Christians what say, like, how that? would he right. send them to hell? And it's well, like, well, if you think about it, like, God gives us every opportunity to know him. And... He, I, right. I firmly believe that you people go through life and they at least have at least one chance to to know about God and hear oh, about yeah. the message of Jesus and, oh, and yeah. to come into fellowship with God and do things His way. And once you know, if so there's one way. The, yes, one hundred percent. There is one hundred percent. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And dude, my life did not change until I started getting on board with that truth. But it's like, but you're talking about if there's only one way, though. It's still your connection which is individualized mm-hmm. to that one way. Say that one more time. Right. So if there's one way, mm-hmm. right, there's one way to do it, um, which I think is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I do have a lot of faith in what you're saying is that you've identified this way mm-hmm. and you're individualizing a relationship with that way because the way that you're interacting with God mm-hmm. is it's got to be different than the way, say, uh, a person who you have just as much faith in as a human interacts with God because they're not you. They, they can't interact with God in the same way you can like because you have no way to prove that, right? So it's like still your way. Like you're still doing it your way. Like if you're interacting and practicing life through the way of Jesus, Jesus is the light, he's the truth, he's the way, Wait, Yeah, it's still you doing it your way because you're Jude, is it not? I mean, I might have certain, you know, things that are unique to me, between me and the Lord that I do, but I I literally, dude, maybe I'm overcomplicating. No, it. I literally just try and do what's in the in what's in the Bible. I literally went to Five Guys last night. Yeah. Was by myself just reading it for like 2 hours. Fuck yeah. And it was just like so fulfilling and so But you read rewarding. the Bible in a Why are you reading in a pizza place? You read in a pizza place by yourself for <laughs> 2 hours. Burger place, hot dog place. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to I was hungry and that's where I'm at in life, dude. Is is I'm not just getting to read this. I'm not just reading this thing cuz I want to I want to impress my Christian leaders. No, I want to impress no. my parents and I right. want to Well, those dude, are human. It's life-changing, dude. Right, I literally right. get in it and I feel like wow, I feel like tears come to my eyes and yeah, I feel bro. peace and I feel and it's not a coincidence. It's not it's it's not the same experience that I get with music. It's not the same transcendence that I believe you talk about. It's a connection through God's Holy Spirit to God himself. To God himself. And it says in John 1 that, you know, Jesus 
uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And right. um, you know, I, I personally believe that that is Jesus, and when I spend time in the Word, I'm spending time with Jesus. Right. And Jesus is a controversial person because he, he himself said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And he didn't say I'm a way, He's a the, truth, the way, right. a life. And there's a lot of Christians who live that way. They say, oh, yeah, I've got the stamp of approval of Jesus, but they're doing all these things that grieve him. And they don't even know it. And they don't even care because they don't have a personal relationship. But they don't know it. So do you think they have the ability to know it? Uh, what do you mean? So like a dog doesn't have the ability to know that it's doing things that aren't in the way of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, now, let's take it to a human standpoint. We have this parameter of personality that's known as conscientiousness, mm-hmm. right? And it's very closely correlated to intelligence, mm-hmm. right? So it's like a, de- a very deterministic pers- uh, characteristic for yeah. a human. Some people might not have the conscientiousness to know. That well, that's acting. where that, that's a whole different argument between. Um, I was just hearing about this today. I mean, the the difference between is our, it a speculation? Our, or? Our, does everyone have free will to know God? Is it is it up to them? Is it really up to them? Or is it what Scripture seems to say in some areas, which is God chooses those who get to know Him? So the, that's in I, Ephesians. The exclusivity thing, I don't get so much. I don't get that either. And man, I so I'm, I'm, I'm at a place where I'm really wrestling with. With that in particular, because I, I really want to understand what it is that Scripture says specifically on that. It seems to support both of those um, convictions. But I personally feel like I have a lot of peace in, in the understanding that God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whosoever right. would believe in him, right. not so that those who that he so that those who he predestined to believe in him could be saved. Now, again, some people may have a hard time with that because I think in Ephesians it talks about um, that God um, elected those who would be saved. And that seems to, that seems to support a conviction that God chooses those who will be saved and chooses those who will not. And I'm not God. If that's how he set up the world, then I don't understand why, but all I can share with people and through all this confusing theology is that he is good, dude. Yeah. And I don't understand Simple. why he, why he does the world, why he created the world to work in the way that it does or why certain things happen or, or why, the universe why, too, why right? things are messy. Right. But I can say that he is good, dude, and yeah. I trust him no matter what happens. And that's why Thank that's you. why I can say God is good, even in a time right now that's hard in my life where I'm like single and want to be married, want to have a family, and those are things I really desire. At this age, I, yeah, I, I want that. Like I, I, those are things that I really desire in life, but they've not happened for me yet, and I don't I don't know why. Well, cer- certainly, there's some personal responsibility there, sir. I'm not oh, just shrugging yeah. that off on You're God. Just shrugging off on not God. just shrugging that off on him, but <laughs> but ultimately, I trust him for the timing of that, and sure. I trust that even right. in this time, even him saying maybe no, not right now, like that's wrapped in goodness. I had that conversation with my buddy yesterday. Wrapped like, in goodness. Everything that God does and he says no to. It's still wrapped in goodness. Wrapped we just don't goodness. know it in the present moment, but when you get in the future, uh, 10 years from now, I'm going to go, thank God he did not give me that woman because I would have, she would have been my no. salvation. She would have been, I would have to lean on her for everything. I would have crushed her, you know? Now it's like, how do you, how do you feel when you hear other, um, when there's other people who don't subscribe to the same perspective of Christianity and, and or let's just say your relationship with Jesus, because that seems to be a better thing, That's right? That's so much better Jesus. for me. I, 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 I honestly, I, I... Why even call I don't it know, Christianity? I right? don't like, know, but I, for some reason, just even the label of... I know. And this is this may even sound controversial, but just even the label of Christianity for me just feels kind of odd, because it's it like, be oh, you're this way then. And it's, oh, the, oh, then you're subscribing to a religion. And I'm not subscribing to a religion. No, I'm subscribing to the truth of God you, and what his word says. You did, though. That was your point of entry. But yeah. now, yeah. since you, because you really, you're taking it to the end of the line here. You're going to yeah. take it into the dark night, as Bruce Springsteen calls it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's true. It's yeah. like, you know, being grouped in with it, these other people that you don't identify with to the same degree because you're practicing. Well, no, no, no. Person. I wouldn't say I don't identify with it. I just, I, I just. Um, right. I, 
if someone asked me if I'm a Christian, yeah, of course I would say that for sure. But yeah. but I don't like the idea that it, that it formulates in some people's heads, which yeah. is oh, he's a religious, he's he practices right. this, he's really he's right. just he's super judgmental. legalistic, judgmental, right. 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 you know. And that's not who God is, and that's that's the conviction that I feel is like, man, I want people to know that like, wears V-neck T-shirts. Yeah, right. I kidding. want people to know how much more real and genuine it is and personal it is, you know? And I think that's like what gets down mm-hmm. to the point of what Jesus said, which was <laughs> at the end, like there's going to be people who say to Jesus, like, Lord, didn't I know you? Didn't I do all these things for your name? And he's going to go, I didn't know you, you know? Right. And that's scary, dude. That scares the crap out of me. Every time I read that, I'm like, Lord, I want to make sure I know you. Right. You know? So that's, that's when, and it's not a fear-based instinct in me. It's literally like, dude, I'll just, I'll be in my room and I'll just sit and I'll just like be quiet and I'll be like, Lord, like I'm not anxious about anything in life. And that's anxiety is rampant right now. But like, Lord, like Philippians four, six through seven, I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to be anxious about anything, but through all things, through prayer and supplication, through thanksgiving, I'm going to present my request to you. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding is going to guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. And when I pray that it's literally like, it, it it I think there's a spiritual and supernatural strength to that. Oh yeah. But practically too, you think about what God is saying to do. It just makes sense on a human level. It's like, look, when you're anxious about something, right. Be thankful for what you have. Right. And then just tell God what you need. And and then naturally, just that posture change of, okay, God, yep. I'm gonna calm down from my anxiety, and I want this thing. For my case, like maybe it's praying about uh, a family or right. or finding that future spouse. Right. right. So I t- this is very personal for me right now. Yeah. I, t- I pray God like. I'm not going to be anxious about anything because you tell me not to. But now with that mindset and in Thanksgiving, I thank you for what you're doing in my life right now right. through preparing me for that season that's about to come. Like, I thank you for what you're doing in my life. And now, Lord, now the last thing I just want to say is I just I just pray for and I ask for and believe that you're going to bring me that, you know. Right. And But at the, end of the, at the end of the day, your will be done. If that's not what you want and you right. want me to just play music and tell people about you, your will be done, you know. And mm-hmm. to, to an extent, to... At the end of it, it has to be his will, you know, and I have to be okay with what he has planned for me. But why can I rest in that? It's because I know he's good. Well, then it's like, well, what made you think that your will is something that you came up with? What if it's you following something? I know it is, dude. You know, that's what I'm saying. Well, I know it is because I know, I know, I know that I have allowed my life to go down certain areas that it didn't please God. And I felt the, I felt the dirt and the, the depression and the mm-hmm. anxiety and the fear that is not God right. because I had my own choice and I definitely had my Wait, own free will to explore that. How is fear that. not God? How are you so if like, how is fear not God? I wonder. Um, well, scripture talks about the fear of the Lord and I think like fear, um, can have two meanings. It can either mean respect right. or it can mean <sighs> anxiety. It can mean, uh, fear. What we normally would represent as fear. Right. So you're talking about a fatherly fear of respect. Respect. Right? Like don't like fuck the fear with of the him, Lord. Right? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Scripture says. The fear of the Lord is and the beginning dude, that, of wisdom. That right. is like yeah. my outlook on life. I don't want to do anything. I'm not. It's not like I'm walking around like God. Don't strike me. Like, right with my, lightning. My hands up. Like right. It's like, not Bruce Almighty. It's not like right. that. Yeah. I mean, but but um, but that may not be totally irrational at certain points. Like I, I have gonna... done things in my life that I. I, I regret and I maybe had that posture. I was like, Lord, like forgive me. I well, should the never way have done you, this. You know, you don't practice, you don't consume um conscious uh consciousness altering substances of any kind. I don't know. Right. And so it's like you also, you know, withhold from several other vices that we've also spoken about. Yeah, because that scripture that says involved. so scripture says be alert and be of sober mind. Like God, like God I mean I think alertness and sober mind are two different things, by the way. Because mm-hmm. we live in a we're drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's literally that's not something all cultures have ever done. Mm-hmm. Um 
they drank wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I think, you know, alertness and sober mind need to have, if we're just being critical here, like, sure, sure, sure. those need to yeah. have a distinction because you uh-huh. can be alert of, um, of different planes that yeah. are happening in reality yeah. that a sober mind does not have you. Yeah. Like plenty of people have taken mind altering substances that sure. reveal godly connections that sure. changed their life forever. Sure. Changed millions of lives forever. Sure. That were, they were not, you know, uh, sure. on a, on a motor level sober. And so it's like, I just wonder if some of those terminologies could use a little bit more definition. Cause sure. like, remember when YouTube first started, it was like three minute videos only at like 180p. Now we're <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I can watch Star Wars now in 4K. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it only makes sense that like, cause I really, that's the hardest thing that for me, cause it's like the close, I have lost my ego. I have lost my body. I have left this plane and have been so hyper present in the midst of the most benevolent, infinite universe for like 30 seconds because huh. of mushrooms huh. you yeah. know and it's like mushrooms have been here longer than humans and they're the things that uh mycelium is the thing that eats every carbon-based uh life form after it deteriorates and loses its uh consciousness uh-huh. and, and it brings it back into the earth and it creates more energy and it creates more earth and more life yeah. And so, like, you know, that's the thing that, this is the thing, mycelium, that makes mushrooms. It's a very fascinating sure. thing. And it's, there's more of it than any other life form on the whole earth. And it's been here for more, longer than any other life form yep. ever has been. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's very interesting. I have to think there's a spiritual meaning behind mm-hmm. that life form. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the closest I've ever been to God. Yeah. Like, um, when I wasn't even me, I didn't mm-hmm. even have an understanding of what Daniel was or what this body was. And I was mm-hmm. just, I was just one with this benevolent universe. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm very, like, I'm very like defensive or weary to say that God doesn't exist in the minds of those who don't partake to like, uh, you know, just sobriety. And it's like, it's interesting. So like a thing that I want to ask you about, it's like, do you think that you would ever experiment with something Mm -hmm. that alters your consciousness in the hopes of trying to search for the truth of Jesus and feel more God? Because that's what Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I'll sit down with questions in a notepad that I would essentially, what if God were my uh, my therapist and Mm -hmm. I can go like ask God something? And I'll take these, I'll take a mushroom, I'll take some mushrooms, you know, and I'll I'll sit down, I'll light a candle in my room and I'm dark and it's nice and quiet. And dude, I'm telling you, man, like I, I'm interacting with something that gives me answers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it sounds very similar uh-huh. to the things that you were telling me sure, about. Sure, it's sure, like, sure. I wonder what the difference is there. I yeah, wonder, yeah. you know, so do you think you'd ever experiment with something like that? Um, can we do this real quick? I really yeah. gotta hit the bathroom. Oh, and this is going to be like a 20 yeah. minute, like, let's, <laughs> let's get it. Yeah. Try not to like think on the answer too much just to keep that a little. Yeah. It's like spontaneous because it's very fascinating. It's like you hear about people having comp like, relationships via moments, Mm -hmm. very particular stories, right? With God and with Jesus. Like you had one. Mm -hmm. I had this revelatory. Not just one, but yeah. Right. Yeah. You probably have them every day too, to a degree, but they're not all revelatory to the same degree that certain ones are, right? Sure. I mean, there's like, I think with any relationship, there's, you know, subtle moments and then there's like life changing moments. So it's like, take that. And then like, how do you have all these people from like many different cultures Many different religions, many different relationships with fucked up parents or not fucked up parents mm-hmm. or never believing in God, then all of a sudden believing in God. And these people take certain substances, like they take mushrooms, they take DMT, and they all kind of like come out of them like not worried about dying. Yeah. They come out of them being nicer people, yeah. and they say they feel more connected to God than ever. Yeah. And so it's like, I wonder if somebody who's so fueled by a sort of, of trying to find the truth like you mm-hmm. would say that maybe there is some plasticity to the dialogue that's in the Bible. 
right? Because we didn't know about these substances then. We didn't know about the what goes on in the brain on a chemical level. Right. Like we didn't know these things like we do now. It's like, I wonder if somebody like you would benefit from that. Have you ever thought about that? Or maybe you thought about it and you've said no, but would you ever reconsider it? Um, yeah, I mean, my conviction just comes from scripture, which is what you were just saying earlier of like being of sober mind. And, and the only thing I can, a piece of evidence of why I have personally decided not to is um, I've had, I've seen friends, I've seen, you're probably one of the only people that I've seen who can I, do it I soberly. Like not a whack, like a wacko person. Why well, have self-discipline? Like, maybe so, but uh, um, I think just the reason that I personally don't is I've seen it affect even drinking too. Other like, people in my life that I just don't want anything to do with it, and also just like. Do you ever think that maybe you're stronger than those people are? You might have more self-discipline. I mean, no, my mind doesn't go there. No, I think um, my my the biggest conviction I have is because I I feel like Scripture tells me. Keep it sober. Keep yeah. it straight. And I had a right. buddy of mine who um, had experimented with uh, some of that stuff, and he felt like, um, and I'd say we're, we're, we're pretty similar in beliefs and, like, our lifestyles. He, and, right. And he felt when, like. when he had done it, he felt this, like, he kind of went out of his body and um, was, like, looking at himself. Yeah. And he felt this, yeah. like... Lack of control. Yeah, he felt um, guilty, and he felt, for some reason, just an inherent, like instinct of shame and like huh. fear i don't know why oh, that fear. is yeah yeah um but um that's what he felt and but isn't it worth conquering those things like so mourning though it's like being present realizing you're feeling this negative yep. emotion and mm-hmm. and conquering it as opposed to suppressing maybe so i mean, you know um, I mean? it's like yeah i don't know I, you're talking to someone who's never experimented with that and hasn't really honestly no desire to no desire so no i'm desire. wondering why so like have you ever thought about like you, if you name some of your heroes like mm-hmm. their creations come from or they're they're fueled that i think it all comes from god i do i think it all comes from god mm-hmm. um or at least you trying to interact with god and mm-hmm. and you know and some people might say hey you don't call it god and I don't care what other people call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know you don't either. I know you would prefer people call it God, right? Yeah, uh, depending but, on if they're, if what they're saying actually is him. Because I mean, that's taking his name in vain. You know, saying, oh, this is God. And it's like, no, don't put do- don't God's name on that. That's taking God's oh, name in vain. Oh, like God told me to go shoot this school of children. Yeah. Right, yeah. God would not tell you yeah, to do that, man. Yeah. Now, that's the interesting thing. People mm-hmm. do get that, that crazy. Um, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're usually on medication when yeah. that's happening. Um, so... But man, I mean, you think about even George Benson, you think about Jimi Hendrix, you think about Steely Dan, you mm-hmm. think about Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. They were all consuming some form of a, of a substance that yeah. took a certain energy of consciousness and placed yeah. it into another interpretation of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a different TV channel, yeah. but it's like the, still the same TV. Yeah. No desire. No desire, dude. I don't, I don't um, know how else to explain it other than I just feel like that is... It's in scripture. It tells me to. I'm just to like, experiment with that, and I've and I've heard huh. other people's accounts in their life of how it felt when they'd known the Lord personally. Oh right. And when they had done that, they felt this grief. They felt this separation. They felt this shame. This fear. Do you, are there parameters like my whole thing? I think that I'm wondering here mm-hmm. is like, do you, are there parameters to knowing Jesus? Are there parameters to knowing the Lord? Like, someone says they know the Lord. How do you put a blue check mark by that experience? The fruit of their life. Jesus said you can tell. Let's go. You can you can tell. Um, Great. You can tell. Uh, I may be butchering this. I need to. It's been a while since I read it, but you 
the principle is you can tell who someone is by the fruit of their life. Like, look at, are, are, is that person anxious? Is that person fearful all the time? Are they sour at people? Are they, are they, is the, they have a foul mouth? Like, and not to this say cursing that, implying and now, not of those, it's not to say that those people can't know God or don't know God, but I think maybe there's some work to be done there. Like my, what, what God has done in my life and the change that anybody has seen in me in the, in the past year or two years. Right. Um, it is all like a manifestation of me, of, of, of his power in my life and him transforming me to be more like Jesus. And, I, and the, the things that I do and don't do in my life are right. so that people can look at my life and say, wow, that's different. And he doesn't do that. Or wow, he's doing this in a really bold way. Like, what is that? And it's, yeah. it's, it's comes from a conviction and a desire for them to know to know God and to know who Jesus is and to know that it's not just some like religious thing. You're also trying to know God through the parameters in which the Bible says to know God, right? It's like, which is the Bible says that's the way. So that's, that must be the one way. Um, right. Yeah. But it's, it's the fruit of people's lives, man. I think like, you know, I, I look at, and maybe that was something that that came to mind when we were just talking about, you know, consuming things like I don't need, um, and I don't, you know, I'm not saying you do this for a reason oh, yeah. of, of finding peace in your life or whatever, but, and so I, and I can't relate, so I'm not going to assume that I can at all, but like, oh, yeah. but I, I, my drug, if you will, yeah. my fix is I spend time in God's presence, man. Like he, when I, when I do things the way that he, that scripture tells me to do it, which is his, it's his guide for our life. Like he, scripture says that he enthrones himself upon our praise. And so my fix is I get up my guitar and I'll just I'll I'll start singing to him or sometimes there's no guitar and I just sing what's on my heart and I'll just open up my mouth and I'll just you know um, but like so like right so that it's like but chemically like you're talking about the same chemicals go off in our minds just like in different volumes maybe so but the point I'm making is I will do that and I feel, feel better it. yeah I know. and earlier I was um. I think I was getting to this earlier, but I was feeling really anxious. I was feeling, um, oh, I, this is what I got into about Mormonism. I forgot where we went into Mormonism. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was reading into Mormonism, and um, I just started to feel, like, really nervous and scared. Like, okay, like, is what I believe a cult? Like, I, I don't want to be ever so sure of something that I believe that Good. I miss. Good. You know, I'm, I'm not over here just brainwashing. Like, no, like, I'm not going to change my mind. Like, it, I, I wrestle with it. And I'm like, is this real? You sh- you you know, why wouldn't I? you? Like, why wouldn't you? And I right. think, like, people deserve to know that because it, it, one, hopefully allows people to see that I'm not, I'm not trying to be, uh, I'm, I'm not just set, narrow-minded. You know, I want people to understand that, like, I've really wrestled with this and I've found it to be true, you know, by evidence of my life. Do you believe there's also... Other roads. Let me finish this thought sure, about Mormonism because I probably won't if I don't finish it now. Yeah. The point was when I was researching all this stuff, it just made me very fearful. It's like, okay, God, like, am I just in a community that's very like restrictive and legalistic, and, and is it occultish and like? What'd you resolve to? And I was like, Lord, like, what do I do with this? And I wrestled with it, and I just got in the Word and I started reading Proverbs, and that feeling just went away, dude. Went away. It right. went away. Yeah. It literally. So what like, was it in Proverbs that? Do you remember what it was that you read that told it you? It doesn't matter, dude. It's the Spirit of God in the Bible. <sighs> right. It's not the words. It's the it's Spirit, not, dude. Right. It's it's and it is. I mean, it's the words do have impact. So, do the Mormons feel the Spirit? Was that? What about the Mormons who say they feel the Spirit? Do you even think about those people, or do you just live your own trip? I mean, 
That's an interesting question, right? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting question. I think like the you probably don't even think about the, it. It I comes don't. back to the 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 truth about like the fruit of their lives, you know. Oh, and okay. our, like, I you know, not to get too into the weeds and being like, okay, well, here's you know, trying to give being people compelling evidence to believe, but like, I have seen like miracles happen in my life that are like kind of unexplainable, like, right? Uh, Except I, I through feel, a divine source. That's how, that's how you would explain it. Because you have to explain everything in your mind, otherwise it would drive you crazy. So yeah, it's like... I would, I would say... You label it like, as divine. Yeah, I would... I would. So this is... Um, this is where I'm doing a check. Is yeah, if yeah, I, good. If I, if I can share this, you know. Um, I prayed with my buddy the other day. Yeah. And he came in and... Dude, I want to pray after the, we're done with this podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So... This is just in a response to how do you know that you're yeah. not just living your trick and they're living their trick? Yeah. A trip. Trip. Sure, yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, I, and it's, I, I thank God for moments like this because it assures me that like, no, there is something different about this. There's yeah. something different about this way. Yeah. yeah. And when huh. I sit in God's presence, it's, it's like You've a never drink of water. It's a drink way. of water that is a refreshment to my soul that I don't question whether or not there's a better way because when you drink water, you don't question if there's a better substance for you to drink for your body. You know it's the right way. And it's that same experience when I sit in God's presence. It's huh. like, man, like I'm not sitting here going, oh, I wonder if Buddhism is a better way though. It's literally I sit in God's presence and I go, man, that was exactly what I needed. And this is like people have got to know about this. So maybe so, it comes down to like what's best for you? No, man. The way, you the think truth, so? and the life. So you think it's for them you. too? So 100%. It's, I mean, you hear people. You it's about, interesting though because there's probably a Jude Smith in India who was mm-hmm. raised with parents that are just as, you know, fruitfully sure. sound and, and morally sure. as developed as your parents, sure. right? Um, in India, yeah. and he feels just as close with whatever it is, sure. like with God, yeah. and he might call it something else. Yeah. So it's like... And, and we, man, we can't know the difference between that person if, until he's... Until he's, um, until he's either experienced that road and then experienced the Lord, he can't have... A comparison he doesn't know. Yeah. So that's what, and so what, what, I, what this train of thought leads to is ultimately a parallel agreement with what you're saying, mm-hmm. which is um, you, the person, whether it's you, Jude, me, Daniel, the listener, whatever, we're all made of carbon, we're all the same mm-hmm. in some way. Um, it's our relationship with God. Yeah. It's us yep. and, that, and, and God. Yeah. Like that's, why does it have to be more complex? Why does it have to get, why do we, why do we have to have clubs? Why do we have yeah, to have I brands? I, I wish we all were just you know? part of the same club because like... Well, I think we are whether we realize it or not. And it's, the, and it's well, us and, setting and up these the, man-made yeah, rules. I, I, I hate... It's like, yeah. That's I, the thing is like yeah. we're, we set up these genres. Yeah. yeah we set true. these yeah, up. Music didn't make genres. We yeah. did. Yeah, right. And genres serve facility and music because certain sure. people have expectations. But genre with an interpretation of God and feeling with God sure. is an interesting barrier. Yeah. It's like it's an interesting thing. We made that, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, certainly, Seems like, like, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, humanity has done that, and, you Us know, making these walls. You know, man, like, it's it's tough for us to, like, talk about all this stuff, and for me to just try to pitch what I've experienced in my life for people to buy it. Oh, I'm not know? wanting you to pitch it And at I all. don't want to do that, yeah, because, like, the, the essence of what I've learned in, in all of this is, like, it's faith. It takes faith to believe it. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I wake up, and I'm like, for instance, like, I'm reading about Mormonism, and I'm like, okay, like, am I in a similar like religion where I just feel like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid and I'm like, Oh no, this is the truth. You know, cause we got plenty <laughs> of people saying they got the truth, but like, do they have like, do they, do they have, enc- 
it, it's hard because I think the the thing that really separates it for me is the reality and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit and God doing miracles and doing supernaturally unexplainable things that sure. confirm for me is like, wow, God, like, you, thank God you showed me that. So when you say supernatural, I'll share one with you. There we go. So I the other day, <laughs> dude, this is crazy, and ah. I guarantee you, this is. I'm not. I'm not lying to you. This. this no, way. I trust you, man. So I got together with a buddy of mine, and one one passion that's been coming out in me is is writing more music about God and writing about Jesus. I'm so it. happy that's happening. Yeah, for you, and man. I've actually got something that's coming out under my name, and I'm sure by the time this comes out, it'll be out. It's. We'll it, put it out the same it's day. It's coming out under my. Yeah, it's coming out October 30th. It's. I used to be like you, and it's about all of this. I'm just speaking. I'll put it out. Very, then. It's not a worship song. Is it a Friday? A CCM song. It's a Saturday, actually. Okay, we'll put this out on a Thursday. Okay, cool. That'll be a good promo for yeah, it. Yeah, dude, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so, man, like... All atheist fans. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, man, like, I... Um, so, so I used so to be to more like... Story, so back yeah, to the story. Yeah. We, were, we got together... Is this to, related to the song? No, I okay. was kind of going off on a tangent. I want to touch like, on the song, though. How, yeah, I'm Not writing, right now, though. Uh, I'm starting to write more about this. Good. And this, in particular, I got together with my buddy because... Uh, um, we go to church together, and so we were writing. We wanted to write a song for our church to sing. So we got together, and wow. Um, so we got together, and he showed up. We got, I got there at seven thirty, and he's got a wife and kids. So PM, AM, AM. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we got together early, went down to the church, and uh, he was late because um, he'd gotten in an argument with his wife that morning. His baby was fussy. He had life. His, his right? back hurt. Yeah. yeah. So he shows up just like not himself. This dude's like. One of the best dudes I know. Like he shows up just in down mood, like okay. he's not himself. How'd you communicate that? I bet you you're a very upfront guy. You probably just said it. Yeah, so. I probably just said it. But I mean, you probably it, said, it, "Hey, the look was on his face. He was hurting physically. His back was hurting like really, really yeah. badly." And he was like, "I just need you to give give me a minute, man." And I was like, "No worries." And then he said, um, "Man, wow. like, can you pray for me?" Whoa. And and um, Whoa. and that's 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 just what we do. Like, I mean, we see and we believe that like if he's got a he wanted me to pray for his back to be more clear. Cause he's got pain in his back and I like, I believe, um, like we have the power to pray in Jesus name that that healing will happen. Yeah. And Jesus says that like where two or more are in agreement, there he is in the midst. And, um, sometimes it will happen and sometimes it doesn't. And I don't know why God allows certain times for there to be a supernatural moment, um, for our faith to be recharged. And then sometimes it seems like we pray all day and nothing happens. I don't know why that is. <laughs> but in this particular instance, man, we were praying and literally in 20 seconds, uh, healed. Healed. Back, healed. Literally. And he goes, and he was like, dude, whoa. He's like, my, it's completely better. And I was like, dude, are you serious? And he was like, yeah. And I felt kind of guilty because I was like, wait, I was like, wait, really? You're serious? Like, as if I didn't believe it could happen. But like, that's that's the God that we serve. That's the God. Right. That's the God that Brandon and I believe that when we when we we believe that it is up to him ultimately what's going to happen. But he has the power to do that, dude. Like in the scripture, you you hear about Jesus literally bringing people back to life and the impossible happening. And why? It's it's to show that there is a difference in God's way versus what human what. Yes. That mankind deems right. as a spiritual enlightenment or, or whatever, but like the power of his spirit and God doing miraculous things that are unexplainable. Wow. That that's not super normal though. Like relieving tension, like there's a lot of studies on science. Like mm -hmm. if you've ever been running, mm -hmm. you know, say like your your side's ever hurting because Sure. People might think that's and because dude, you ate food. Here's like, where, here's where faith is always an option. It's faith is always. But I'm saying choice. faith and biology are like 
the same fucking thing. Like, well, I think I think that's the way that God had set it up. That's my conviction is right. because it is always going to take faith for you to believe that that was God. Right. There's never going to be an instance where God comes out of the sky and goes, I'm God, you need no, to believe in my son. No, it doesn't work that way. there's no faith. Yeah. In that instance, of course, there's going to be a biological explanation right. to say, oh, well, this happened, you know? Right. And, but, but I, who, dude, I can tell you the peace and the joy that I felt in that room was like, dude, God straight up did that, dude. But no, but like... And then he was changed and he was in a better mood and we wrote a great song after that. But even more... And, and then to finish my thought please. is that right there is not the reason why I believe. No, but it's a re- because it's, it's still faith reason. at the end of the day. I right. wake up some days and I feel terrible. I'm like, do I even believe this anymore? But then I get in his word again and it changes me. And I spend time in prayer and I feel like his presence and I feel at peace again. The I'm presence like, and peace. Right? Oh, dude. I'm like, and I don't have to take anything. I don't have to take any. I'm not dogging you or anything. No. I don't have to take any mushrooms or anything. I just literally just sit well, there and open You're not sure of that because you've never done them. I know you think that, but it's like. Sure, sure. You know, it's true. It's like. It's true. But it's, what is this? What does it make you? Where does it make your mind go to knowing that I'm getting in your mind the same experience? And, and in my mind, I personally believe it's a totally different experience. And that's probably different, yeah. But where do you go in your mind with knowing that I get that with in taking nothing but just his spirit and getting in scripture? I would think it's like, um, I look at it as curiosity, personally. Like, and so, like, if you have your why, you can overcome anyhow. Something Carl Jung said, mm-hmm. right? And so, my why is that I'm trying to search for truth and be closer to to the source. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my thing always. That's what I'm yeah. doing with music. That's what I'm trying to do on a day to day basis, right? And you're trying to, through learning the word and practicing the word, be more like Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. I think those are kind of similar. They might not be a hundred percent similar, mm-hmm. but if I think we're trying to go for, shoot for the same thing. Yeah. I believe there's more plasticity in the Bible than, than we give it credit to be. Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of uh, smart people that are published in a lot of publications uh, saying, you know, specifically like, you know, talking about uh, the, the burning bush, right? Mm-hmm. And how sure, there was sure. DMT. And that, it was yeah. like, you know, it's like, so to negate... And another example of where it's either faith or you explain it away, you know? Well, I, so let me finish. let me finish this. Like, I would think I experienced the same things that you're feeling. It was just in a more like... Um, like it's less, it, it's faith, but then more because it's actually, it's actually taking, it's actually taking veil over your, uh, your consciousness. So it's like, you're seeing the things mm-hmm. and you're, you're feeling the things mm-hmm. that you wouldn't feel if you were fully sober. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's way different than the person who wants to go and like to like an EDM concert and like take a, it's like different than like kids who are like in high school, like taking Molly and like going to Bonnery just to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, like you'll probably feel you'll probably feel something that is holy and divine. Like I think so. Mm-hmm. But like, I think if you're sitting like in your room and you, you're focused and you're centered and you're, fo- you're focused on your breathing and you're making sure that your set and setting is correct and you're positive and you're going with an intention that is to better yourself and to better your understanding of what is and who you are and what you can be. You take that substance and it's the same thing I think you were feeling, but I think it would just make sense to say that it might, I don't know if more is the word, but mm-hmm. it's it's the same thing in a completely uh, new way that you've never experienced before, and you can take something from that realm that mm-hmm. you go to because it's not this one, mm-hmm. um, and the in the things you were talking to, um, and you bring it back to this one, mm-hmm. and it and it definitely affects the way that you operate on a day to day basis if you want it to, mm-hmm. just like how you can read the Bible for two hours in meditation mm-hmm. and take things from that experience and bring it into your day to day and change the way you operate if you want to. You know what I mean? I think they're the same thing if you're trying to search for, for God. I do. I just think you, you get a more defined... Well, here, yeah, and, and here's... One where, sparkling water. What we're getting at right here is like microscoping in so far like, is this right? Because we've what we're explaining to each other is it feels like we're both having very 
quote unquote transcendent experiences right that feel supernatural and fear feel unexplainable but like but your your biology experience to me is very explainable it's like very explainable uh, like what and like um it would just make sense that that could happen like that you could focus your energy on something that was tense and hurting and that biology is wired in a way through focusing on it and breathing and positive energy that that would reveal that it would heal itself and it would make sense that the thing that created the nature that does that is god Hmm. to me like the thing that created us the ability to even have pain sure you know what i mean like it would make sense Hmm. sure yeah, I mean, I mean maybe but like, we just see it differently, but I mean... People man, like, like seeing elves and shit, like that to me is like, yeah, that's like crazy. Like <laughs> that's really like, that actually is like supernatural. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like you don't, I like to think How many that, times though have you gone and actually just touched someone's back and then it's just healed though? That would be my response to that. Is I think... Oh yeah, no times. And I'm not to, and you know, not to say that that's like, that's, you know... That's totally weird. What I'm saying is, yeah. it takes faith. Dude, to believe it, anything about that's God. That's what I'm saying, too. Like, it takes faith. It, it like, takes it does. faith. Yeah, it does. But I'm telling you, as someone who is, who is putting it out on the line, as a secular artist, who, who is just very honest about, I'm, I'm becoming more honest about so what, you're, what's you're happening as I live life in faith and I live life. Are you going to go non secular? No, I know. I, I, I think. Um, I think I will still have the freedom to do whatever I want, but I'm going to talk about whatever I want. Good, you um, should. Yeah, so... That um, takes faith. But, man, like, the more I've been living my life in faith and as I see it in my head, it's just like a, I feel like I'm I'm walking out off a bridge that, uh, you know, I'm just trusting God. Like, okay, God, I'm going to be bold about, Good. like, what this is, that Good. what I feel like you've revealed to me. Fuck you know? yeah. And... Um, That's what it's about. And, man, like... That is what it's about. Yeah, it, like, it is... It is... There's, there's peace... And there's purpose and joy and yeah, yeah, man. It's and what I was about to say earlier was when we're comparing our stories, like, and I don't say this in a condemning way. No, but no, please. I fe- but I feel like there, Charles Spurgeon is yeah, uh, yeah, Charles Spurgeon. Yeah, he has a quote where he says, "Discernment is knowing the difference between right and almost right." And the thing that I can, the only thing that I can come to in this. Right. Like, conversation for sure, me sure, personally right. is like, I just don't know why, but because I haven't experienced it right. and I don't have really have any desire, desire to, to, right. to be honest, but it just doesn't feel, and, and not that it's not right for me, right. but I just personally don't feel like, I, d- I don't feel like it's the, the way that God made it because it doesn't give him the glory. Like when I'm sitting down in my room, there's no connection. There's no substance that I have to take. I mean, you're telling me about mushrooms. That's the source of it. No, 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 I'm not saying those are the source at all. So can you get it without mushrooms? So then what gets the glory? God gets the glory. The benevolent universe of it all does. Well, but you have to take the mushrooms. You take the mushrooms because it, it's like, um, something that you're putting into your mixture being a chemical being that you are hmm. that allows you to see another plane of reality that's existent over what we're interacting with always. Mm-hmm. But by no means is the mushrooms. No, hmm. no, but you're, you're like collaborating with the mushrooms in order to like to experience more God. It's like you're giving praise to the Bible then in the same face. Like it's like the same thing. It's like, sure. So you know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah. no, you're using the Bible to get you to that place, yeah, there's right? There's also been plenty of times when there's been nothing. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like from the mushrooms. So like 
that's what, like having had without, the ex- with them or without you you've been sitting but there's been no nothing and you just felt like not to the same degree like chemically your brain won't produce the same chemicals at that volume at that rate without the mushrooms mm-hmm. right just like you probably won't be like as in the moment or receiving the um the 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 faith and the present or sorry the presence and the positivity of the Lord as you're reading mm-hmm. the Bible right that's probably when you're most exposed to it uh, well I'm, what I'm saying is that there's definitely been times when there's been no Bible in the room and I've literally just been on my knees right I feel him saying something to me and I've overcome with this peace and this joy that's unexplainable and right. but that also lines up with the Bible I just have to go read it and I go oh wow like that's actually in there that's what I felt right you know and it, it's not that the Bible was open or had any sort of substance or that I had to do anything but it literally it's a little bit more supernatural, in my opinion, a little bit more intriguing because there's literally no way to explain it. Like there was literally nothing but just the spirit of God and my faith in action. And it's something happened. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. So I think there's something about that that is oh, a little dude. bit more curious to me. It's well, like, how wow. About, how okay. about this too? Like the yeah. fact that you would even look at those things and explain them to be God. That to me is like the most beautiful thing about faith is like you're using faith as like a... um as a folder, like I'm following this under a faith-based moment. That's mm. how I'm explaining this, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like that, that to me is like, that's where the beauty is. Yeah, yeah. Like you're following it under faith because you have much that, you have that much, um, you're putting that much on the table to say that faith is the, is the vehicle, it's the vessel. Right, right yeah. 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 Me, I think I, I'm doing it to the same degree. I'm not as studious in the Bible as you are. Mm. So, I, you know, there probably is a different exclusivity thing there where I don't know as much as you do in there but man the things that you're talking about when you when you say that you feel god or in that way it's like it hits me in my solar plexus like i feel it hmm. um yeah. it's it's really true yeah. i i would just i really wish i knew somebody who knew the bible as well as you did that's also taken mushrooms huh. um that's my age yeah. um i know my friend tom pollard um very very studied um in in scripture well, maybe that's you yeah. <laughs> what Get Maybe in the Bible and see what it does to you, man. It might be. It, yeah, it definitely will be in my life. It definitely will yeah. be. I'm going to need to talk to more people. Man, I think that's the... I mean, there's something... Where would you start? Hmm. Would you start New Testament or would you start Old Testament? You know. Obviously read all of it, but I think... Yeah. I think... Star Wars, though, I would start in, in the Gospels. Pop. Yeah. I would start in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then read about Jesus, and... Then from there, cool. read everything after. So the way the Bible's set up is it's Old Testament. It basically explains how God created the world. It explains him establishing the nation of Israel. And then Israel, him basically disciplining the nation of Israel because it is yeah. his chosen nation. And there's been prophecies and prophets came and said there will be a king who will reign forever. And where Judaism and Christianity splits off is the disagreement that Jesus was that savior. Right. And so when um, Jesus comes on the scene, performs all these miracles, dies, raises again, appears to over 500 people. Yeah. And his church has started. All these people go, hey, yo, this dude actually raised, like, was risen from the dead. It's a lot of people. Yeah. And this is real and this is blowing our minds. And again, like what I'm talking about earlier is like, don't soil the word. thank, Thank God for those moments where God, like, reveals to us things that are unexplainable because I think he knows that every now and then we need those. And of course we need faith, even in the moments where he chooses not to give us that supernatural sign. Yeah. And that's never something that I like demand of God. It's like, God, you have to show me a sign if I'm going to believe. Who are yeah. you to do that? Yeah, of course. And yeah. he actually condemns that in scripture. But Does he? Yeah. He's, uh, Jesus says, um, uh, only a wicked generation would demand a sign. Um, this might be a wicked of, generation. Par- par- paraphrasing that a little bit, but anyway, it comes down to faith, but, but that's the, 
And then after Jesus, after the Gospels, you know, it's the apostles spreading the word. Like, yo, this happened, and now, like, we're able to heal people in Jesus' name. And Twelve apostles. Um, twelve apostles, yes. Those and, were, like, his close friends. Yeah, there, there, were the 12 there were the 12 disciples, and then, uh, I believe I'm getting this wrong, one of them, and then, I th who replaced Judas? Judas betrayed Jesus, and then, I can't remember if it was Paul who replaced um, Judas or someone else. I'm probably getting that wrong. Uh, but there was around like twelve or thirteen. Oh, so I'm a little rough on that, but it's twelve. But um, yeah, obviously there's the twelve disciples. But then you know Ju Judas committed suicide, and then there was one extra, and then Paul. Paul was basically the outsider because he was he was criticizing all these people. Right. He was killing off the Christians, saying yep. like, "How dare you!" Like this, I'm, he was a, he was a Jew, yep. and he was circumcised and all this stuff. And then God appeared to him and said, "Yo, you're gonna speak for me now." And he was overcome by the power of God, and he said. This is the truth. I'm turning all this around, and he literally started following God. Yeah, and um, and so how did God appear to him? Uh, that's in Acts nine, I believe. Yeah, that's the Damascus Road experience. Is is um, he was, really he was on this. the road to go persecute more Christians? Oh Jesus! He was Christ. on the road to persecute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ appeared to right. him, and <laughs> he and he said he said Paul, why are you persecuting me? He said, me. He said, why are you persecuting me? As in the people, as in my body, my church. That's what, that's what uh, we call God's, uh, we call Jesus' body, his church. And so when, we're, when you're persecuting Christians, you are persecuting Jesus. And so Jesus literally appears to him, and, and he had servants, like Paul had his like, henchmen with him, basically. And um, it says in Scripture that Jesus appeared, and like a great light like terrified them. And he called out to Paul and he said, like, Paul, like, why are you, per why are you persecuting me? And, um, and then uh, I can't remember the rest, but basically Paul is blinded by the experience and his men are terrified. And he goes into uh, a city and a prophet named Ananias mm -hmm. was there. And God speaks to Ananias and says, Ananias, I want you to go meet with this man named Saul. And I want you to heal him because his eyes, I want you to lay hands on him so that he can be healed. Um, because he's been blinded. Okay. And Ananias goes, Saul? I know Saul. He's been per he's been killing all of us Christians. I'm not about to go over there. Yeah. Like so I'm I have not. no incentive to go over there and, and do this thing. But, so what does God say? But God says, go and do it because I've chosen him as a mouthpiece for myself. What does he do then? And so Ananias says, okay. And so he, he goes says, okay, to him okay. and he prays for him. He, he lays hands on him and, and Paul is Is like that part of praying is, is touching? Is is, is uh, it can be. It doesn't have to be. But it's a it's a definitely a... Uh, I mean, it would make it's sense. It's in scripture. It's in scripture to. Uh, I'm all for that. To to do that, and there's some people who are really iffy about that. Like, don't just let anyone lay hands on you because it is such a, uh, a. Uh, that makes sense. Spiritual yeah. encounter, but um, but anyway, yeah. And then Paul, Paul, literally, God chose Paul because he was the perfect example of God's power that he could take someone who was killing Christians who were so dis in so much disagreement with them, but that he could even change them and turn right. him around and, and use him as a mouthpiece. And then right. he wrote all most of the new Testament, you know, he, he wrote like all those letters to, to Romans, to the first, first and second Corinthians. He wrote, um, you know, Galatians, Ephesians, um, Philippians, Colossians, it wrote some of the most influential, doctrine on christianity and not that he created it but god gave it to him yeah and he says and he says in his letters like look no one gave this to me in galatians 1 he talks about look i didn't get this from any dude like no one gave this to me i literally went solo for like 14 years and god gave me this and boom here it is and then and then you talk about the 12 disciples yeah he and so he says in galatians 1 or 2 he says i go uh i spent 14 years by myself and then I wanted to go compare with those apostles if if this doctrine that I had, that I learned 
from God was the same do- was the same gospel. And he goes and compares it with them. They said, hey, that's the same thing we got, dude. It's the same thing. <sighs> and so they said, you're an apostle just like us, dude. You go do your thing and you, you preach to the Gentiles. You do your thing, right. And, and we're going to preach to the Jews. And that's such an amazing story, dude. And like, of course, in the same example, you could read that and you could say, right. dude, like the people, this whole Bible thing is a bubble. And the people who wrote it, they made this crazy story. And of course, like it sounds cool because like someone fabricated it. And it's like, no, yeah. dude. It's like, as soon as I dispelled that, that lie, and wait, wait, I trusted wait, wait. God that like, look, why dispel that? Why dispel that though? Why can't you trust God and still dis- and not dispel it? Wait, say that again. Like, why can't you dispel the fact that the Bible might not be a hundred percent correct and still trusting God a hundred percent? That's been the difference in my life changing this last year, dude. It was because ever, the first twenty five years of my life, I wondered about that. I wondered, hey, can I trust Paul because he was just a man? But you can certainly trust God. What's that? You can have faith in God a hundred percent, but yeah. it, it it does make sense to be a little bit. But what I'm saying is the difference in my life changing, and I could be here all day all day t- telling you about how my sure, life sure. has changed this yeah, last yeah, year. Whatever, yeah. But the difference in and how it's changed is when as soon as I started to get on board with, I believe everything in this. I see. And I believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And I'm, I'm willing to bet my life on the fact that this is true. Yeah. And as I've been doing that, dude, I've been like experiencing God in a whole new way. And it just oh. comes out of me. And here we are, two guitar players talking about it. You know, I love it. When we should be, you know, by the world standards, talking about gear and pedals and stuff. I think it's, it's the like, same thing. Yeah. I, and I do. I think it's like the thing that makes you love music is the what makes you love music? It's yeah. God. Like it, yeah, obviously. but man, that's where I come back to the conviction of right versus almost right. Interesting And, and man, like, I'm not here saying, like, I'm right and you, and you need to understand. No. It's not, I'm not coming at it with that attitude, but man, like, all I'm saying is, I'm not saying I'm right. Yeah. I'm saying, yo, dude, hey, this thing over here that I've experienced and I, yeah. I'm reading, it's right. But, you, but then it's like there's, but the thing that you're reading it's still your perception of it. And there's other people that feel just as convicted as you do that have different perceptions on it as well. So it's like, it's interesting. Like objectively, it's you saying your interpretation of it is right. Sure. And man, that's where we just talk about the the fruit of people's lives. And I'm not sitting here saying that I'm a better person than those people. I'm not saying that. But like my life, I now have a conviction and a desire to live my life in a way that shows people like, man, like God is like anything that people see in me, yeah. I want to go, yeah, dude, because that's God. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. any sort of creativity that's in me or any exactly. sort of like optimism or right. not that like just being nice. Not There's plenty of people who don't believe in God that are pleasant, nice people. And that's or believe in God in a different way than you do as well. Maybe so. Yeah. But I believe that there is one God and that there's one way to God and that he gave us scripture so that we could follow him and know him exactly how he wants us to know him. And there is a difference between, I really, I feel like at this point we're not splitting hairs between, we're, we're not just trying to you know, discern what's wrong and what's right. right. We're really down to like what's right and what's almost right. You know, cause like, I think there's plenty of people who would, who would agree that there is a God, you know, yeah, but like who is this God and yeah. how does he want us to interact with him? How do, how does he want us to believe and behave? Yeah. You know, and that's what I believe scripture is. This guy right. saying, look, I'm here. Okay. Like it's, you can't ignore me. Okay. So here's how I want you to live life. I sent my son and he died and he rose again by my power. Right. And I established his church through these apostles. And it's still teaching that resonates with people today. And that's changing lives today. And it's changing my life and it's infiltrating my music. You know, I'm excited. So So that's the thing I I, want to end with here is that I think the fact that you're starting to witness that this energy and this data that you're taking in, you're letting it manifest more in your life. (laughs) Right. It's like, it's manifesting in your music. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, it's like, that's fucking beautiful. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Mm -hmm. man. You're taking in all this, you really know this Bible (laughs) really well. 
Like, you know it and dude, and more it, well like, than anyone I've spoken to in like, recent history. It's, it's, so it's like you're really inspired by it. It's not just that, man. It's alive, dude. There's something about this book that is... Of course like, it's, it's alive. It's the truth. Different. The yeah. truth isn't a static file. So what do you think about the truth then? If it's the truth, then what does that make... How does that convict you? How does that, how does that speak to you? In what way? If you say yourself that it's the truth, then... It's the truth, yeah. You need to get in it and see what's in there. Yeah. Yeah, I also think that everyone has a different perspective of what truth is. And as so long There's a different truth. I think there's many truths in this life. Yeah, yeah. I might part ways with you there. That's, that's, that's fine. That's yeah, where, that's where I disagree. Is I feel like no, I'm not talking about like, um, you know, like the way that you interact with the world too has more than just your conscious, like your conscious, like um, your conscious, like spiritual application. Sure. Like you also have a personality that you were born with. You know what I mean? Sure. Which is God given. Yeah. You sure, know, sure. so it's like you didn't choose that, and you're not practicing that, and you can't take credit for any of that. And that has its advantages and disadvantages as well. Yeah. Like you're obviously like a very intelligent person. You're open to a certain degree, right? And you're like incredibly creative. You're extroverted, it seems, mm. right? Um, but it also seems like you might be like slightly neurotic. Like your home place is like very clean, very much, right? So, and yeah. it's like, you, <laughs> like, right? And so like. Some people who aren't neurotic, some people that are introverted, that are opposites of you, mm -hmm. they're going to live their truth in a different way. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of ways to, you know, yeah. but man, getting on the, on the, on the spiritual side of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to look into it yeah. and I'm going to take it through. Man, uh, I have never heard of one person getting into it and it messing up their lives. If they approach, no, I don't if think approach it, it with the right way. I've seen, what I have seen is people get into, okay, but can I really trust this book? I'm going to go back and see like, how is this thing written? Yeah. And oh, I don't know if I, these were written with some scroll, like Dead Sea Scrolls, like four thousand years ago. Can yeah, really and there's no space this? between like the Old Testament and words. Like, and here's the thing: I think God will. I'm not saying don't check out the Bible because you, you'll be scared with what you find. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is what I said earlier: is like it takes faith, dude. At the end of the day, God is never going to give you. Yeah. He's never going to allow you to scientifically come to a realization that He is God. It is always going to take faith, and it's always going to take a step of saying, Lord, like. I have seen enough. But God will give you like a scientific conundrums that he, he, only God I'm can I'm not explain. saying that maybe, I wouldn't maybe totally discount that, but what I am saying that it is always the case is we we are justified by faith. That's what Paul, That's that was Paul's I love message. that. It's like, that is so, tr like, of course you're justified by faith. Yeah. Like, yeah. But so, like that, that's easy. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. But like, the, the, you know, Paul's message was salvation is by faith alone. It's not by works. It's it's oh. it's not by anything because then we would brag about ourselves. Because faith is fuel. Faith is the fuel in which everything's gonna be born from. It's how you interact with the world. Correct. Yeah. Um, right. But, you know, he basically we come to wow. salvation through God by faith alone. And what the Jews and what Paul himself, what Saul, his, his name changed to Paul when he when he experienced who Jesus was. He had a name change. Name change. Yeah. So when he was Saul, the the Jew who was persecuting Christians. Um, he was uh, preaching circumcision and works and do this and legalism and, you, and I don't know. Circumcising seems all oh, right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, your child yeah, at the time it was clean. a different cultural thing. Yeah. Now it's more of just anatomical. So you know, let's different. talk about that. <laughs> Here we go. No, no, I'm serious. <laughs> like, so, like, why don't why don't substances are included there? So it's like that's the thing. It's like mm -hmm. that's where I'm really happy to have you in my life and be my friend. Likewise, yeah. Because it's like. If I was younger and this were more part of my household life, I'd be afraid to question this, but I'm not. It's like, okay, people can get circumcised now. Mm -hmm. People can also like take mushrooms and find God. 
Like, I, I don't see, like, what the difference is there. It's like... Well, no, I mean, there's a difference in, like, circumcision... Like, you're taking a part core. of your body off of you. That's way harder than yeah, taking Yeah, well, mushrooms. what they were preaching back then was... So, this is where, like, having an understanding of the Old Testament and why circumcision came about is helpful, because right. God told Abraham to circumcise himself and... God really servants. was... He was messing with Abraham, according to a lot of facts that I've learned. Like, he was really giving him a hard time. In what way? I'm curious. Like, what Kill your son. Yeah, man. I'm, like, that's I, a tough one. Well, I'll get to that. So let's, let's table that. God was like, sell your telly. I'd be like, I don't know. But why? But why do you think he said that? If you understand what he said, God told Abraham, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bless you with descendants more numerous than the stars. And he's right. talking about the nation of Israel. So, right, that's the part we were talking about earlier is the narrative of the Bible story. Nation of Israel being de- developed. Abraham was the father of that nation. And God said, right. I will birth a great nation through you. But... It's going to come through your wife, Sarah, who was 90 years old, and she couldn't, she was not going to have a kid at that point. Not 90. And God, and I think. Wait, how is there someone being 90 years old at that time? How do people, I don't believe people live that long. Uh, they did, and actually, in fact, the Bible says they live longer than that. Like some, some humans live like 600 years or something, which kind of baffles I've me. I've heard but, about this, yeah. But anyway, God yeah. said it oh. is going to come through Sarah, the most impossible person that it could possibly come through. Yeah. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> and Abraham, I think, laughed. To some degree. Why wouldn't you? I, I think, I think uh, or not to some degree, but I think I remember right. Scripture says he laughed about it. And I think uh, Isaac means laughter. I could be totally wrong on that, uh-huh. but I believe that's what the In name Hebrew? Isaac le- means. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure on that. So uh, anyway, that's what God says is going to happen. And Abraham takes matters into his own hands. And he says, okay, well, maybe God, maybe what you meant, God, was I need to have, uh, I need to uh, have sex with my female slave and you're going to bring this nation through her. Mm. So he does that. He has Ishmael and Ishmael Mm -hmm. is kind of like, is kind of seen as like this problem child. Like there's a lot of like issues with him. Oh no. And, um, anyway, um, I might just, I might, I might offend a lot of people with that because, um, if I'm not mistaken, the, uh, and I, I really want to be careful saying this because I'm not sure if this is totally true, but the nation of Islam, that's where Islam and Judaism Ishmael, is, right. is Ishmael and Isaac. So same prefix, is that what yeah, that's called? Yeah, and right. just a fair warning, I need to kind of make sure that's right. But that's okay. That's yeah. kind of... We'll I'm put a disclaimer on that. Yeah, that's sure. fine. So um, the then, um, uh, I'm a little hazy on the details, but basically God brings Abraham a son through Isaac, or uh, through, through Rachel, and he names him Isaac. And, God, and basically... So is it Immaculate Conception? Uh, no, no. So, so they, they actually they had sex. They conceived. Yeah, wow. They had sex, and she had, and she had a. God made it happen. Kid. Yeah. God made it happen. Um, and so Isaac, you know, grows up, and then God says, "Hey, do you trust me enough to put him on the altar?" And gives him a moment of, uh, gives him an opportunity of faith, and um, an opportunity of faith. What a beautiful. Um, what now a beautiful look, you can thing. either look at that. Look, look at what God did on the other side of that, though. If you read the rest of the story. How's it go? God, God, In short. Yeah, so what the story is, is God asks this thing that is terrible. He says, what? Like, you want me to sacrifice my son? Yeah. Why would you want me to do that? It's terrible. But Abraham's faith was, I don't care what God tells me to do. I know he is good, and he's going to have a reason for this. He does it, puts him on the altar, is getting ready to sacrifice him, and God says, Abraham, stop. Stop, right. Don't do it. Right. I now see that I can trust you. Because you weren't willing to, you were not going to deify the blessing over me. What is deify? To make something God. Okay. To make so it to de- So as we were talking about earlier, like uh, deifying the mushrooms, which is not what I was doing, but that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, okay, sure. deify. Okay, I see. But basically God tests his faith. Like, do you trust me? If I'm going to ask you to do something, 
outrageous like this, do you trust me that I'm going to come through for you? Wow. That I'm still good. You know, and Abraham wasn't even God? Abraham wasn't that? even counting the the outcome. He was just like, I don't care if if God wants me to do this. He he is he is God, and I trust him that he is he has a reason for this. And I may not. So then, how do you explain the people who then go kill people, saying that God says to do that? Then it's like that's an interesting thing. Then like yeah, see, I, I don't. It doesn't I don't have know the truth. I know. I don't have either. to test. We have to test every spirit. That's First John four. We have to test that every spirit is of God. Oh, um, we have to discern whether or not like what God is telling us is actually him. Um, oh, that may be a totally different conversation. That's a whole different conversation. But, but the yeah. end of the story is God says, don't sacrifice Isaac. There is a ram caught by in the thicket in a, in a bush nearby. Go and sacrifice it. And he looks over. There's a ram there. He takes it, sacrifices him and uh, sacrifices the ram. And um, and then the genealogy of Israel continues on. Abraham, Isaac, yeah. Jacob, Joseph. Yep. And so on. Yep. And um and yeah, and so that, but, I mean, in my life, there's, there's application there because what God has told me is um, like, hey, just trust me in this time. Like, trust me that like in this time where you don't have those things that you're desiring, a family, a wife, you know, those things like, tr- like, like don't worry about those things. Right, right, yes. And focus on me. Right. Whereas in my humanity, it feels opposite. Like I need to be concerned with that. I need to like really work toward that and get that right. Right. But no, my faith is greater than that desire. And that like, I know that if I just focus on God and I'm not anxious about anything. Right. Again, like we talked about earlier, he's going to take care of me. Well, and and think about it this way too. It's like, um, anything that you've ever been worried about, um, it hasn't ended your life thus far. Mm -hmm. Right. And whenever you're thinking about the future, you're actually never there. You're only ever in the present moment. You're only ever here. That's right. Um, you've never been yeah, anywhere else. I love else. that realization, yeah. And it's like, so here's the thing that I, and I got this from a mushroom experience, was the only thing that there ever is is the present moment. Mm-hmm. And if God is the creation of everything, the only thing there ever is is God. It's all you're ever in. Mm-hmm. And you're in it. Mm-hmm. I almost view it as being in God in mm-hmm. some way mm-hmm. and also being of God. Mm-hmm. Like it's an ever pervasive like it's everything. Like mm. it's what I look at. It's the electricity that's fueling these light bulbs. It's uh-huh. the breath you're taking in. Uh-huh. It's the carbon that you're emitting out that when we open this door is going to make the trees like uh-huh. grow longer and stronger. And it's like, it's very fascinating. So you're using this as a means to be more present and more focused on what is in front of you right now and, and, and providing thanksgiving and providing gratitude rather. I mean, yeah, no way, you can say it that way. I just, I don't, I don't think of it that come in, a, in that much complexity. See, that's how just, abstract and weird I am, though, in my mind. Well, no, it's that's, like, that, that's, yeah. I'm not saying that's weird or anything. I'm just like, I see it more simply as just like, dude, God's real, and I just want to just follow what He wants me to do and do life the way that He wants me to do it. Because the, the, the Jesus is Jesus's life is paramount to you know to to Christians because He is our example. Right. He is. He was the first Christian. He's the guy. He came yeah. and he said, he himself said, Jesus said, I'm not good. Only the Father is good. So Jesus is our example of how we live life. Like we... Um, humility. Humility, is, yeah. serving others. Right, servitude, which he, is also he humility. Moved, right. He moved in power. He right. healed people. He cast out demons. Right. Which is crazy, but like that's definitely real. Like that's another conversation, but don't think that that's not real because it is. No, oh, yeah, totally. Um, Absolutely. And... Um, yeah, man, it's it's all uh, it's all wonderful and beautiful, you know. Yeah, I mean, really I wouldn't is. say it's all wonderful. I wouldn't say that all spirituality is wonderful because there's definitely a good and a, and a bad side to it. But um, well, that's when you start getting onto the truth and love uh, X Y graph as we had discussed before, right? 
Yeah, that maybe I don't know if that relates to this, but yeah, to that, the quadrant. I think it does because you yeah. can get too obscured in a certain perspective, uh-huh. into which you're getting into these more chaotic realms that which are not grounded in anything that provides fruitful fruits of life. Sure, yeah. you know what I mean when you're yeah. always judging other people, uh-huh. right? Or you're saying other, you're below, you're above below other people, and they have no chance of getting to your level. Uh-huh. I hope this person dies kind of talk, which I've heard very recently in uh-huh. regards to like vaccines. Uh, like, it's like, geez, like I hope this person dies. Like yeah, yeah, okay. relook your ideology a little yeah. there, man. Like yeah. recalibrate. More so what I was saying is just that there is a light and a dark side to spirituality and it sounds very voodoo sci-fi, but it's very real and yeah. it's more real than anything that we actually I don't think it does though because anything that you've ever encountered, even your own self, even your own shoes, like anything, there's a good and bad side to everything. Like that's like the cost of entry into this plane of reality that we're living our lives in. It's like, there's a good and bad side to having Instagram. Yeah. There's a good and bad side to having a girlfriend, having a wife. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's a good and bad side yeah. to being Jude. Yeah, sure. There's Maybe many I should sides. Be more specific with like a, a good and an evil side. There definitely seems to be some evil shit. Yeah. Yeah. Across. Sure. Yeah. 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 Even Christianity and Judaism and yeah. And of course, yeah, everything for sure. Right. My, okay. and dude, my like, yeah. My desire is for huh. me to help people um, see God yeah. for who he is, you know, and like be honest and be. Um, Which is how you see him is you're trying or in, maybe if you're being humble, you're saying that you're trying to see God who he is as clearly as possible. Do you think you're at 100 percent? Or do you think? Oh, no, I mean, no, I, I think like I. But you're trying. I'm, I'm learning and I'm growing in my faith for sure. Yeah, but, um, it's like, there it but is. But like, I want people to understand like what I'm feeling. And I really feel like it yeah, is man, the analogy is. of taking a glass of water and how stupid it would feel to go, I wonder what else would work better. That's what I've had, dude, is like understanding who Jesus is and being just following him and having a personal relationship with him and reading scripture and doing what is in scripture. Yeah. And it's not out of religiosity. It's not out of legalism. No, Literally yeah. just doing what God has so generously and in, in, in such a loving fatherly way has laid out how he wants right. us to live life. Right, right. As I followed that, like I want people to experience like how true and how good this thing is, you know, right. and life is still hard. Life is still complex. I've got all sorts of problems in my life and in my family that are difficult because we live in a fallen world and, and Jesus himself Jesus himself said that we that you know in the world we are going to have trials uh, but like you know take heart I have overcome the world he said though right is like I have conquered it all and, and you know he gives us the peace that surpasses all understanding that's, oh that, my that's God. Philippians 4 6 through 7 there like, it is like two things you know, and dude. I and I look at you know the way even my parents do life there's circumstances in front of them that like they should be depressed out of their mind and they should be, they should be fearful and they should be angry at certain people because of things have been first, done to them. Right. But because they have like, and it's not, it's no credit to them. It's not just because they're good people. No, no. Trust me, they're good people, but they're not that good. And if Jesus wasn't good, he himself said he's not good, but only the father is good. Then there's no hope for any of us. And we're, we can be good, kind people, but at our nature, we're sinful and we're, we're yeah. broken yeah. and we're, and we're selfish. And, and we're all animals, these things. Dude, yeah. We're an, yeah, exactly. 
But, you know, at the end of the day, like, my, I, see the, I see the way that my parents live and other people who are so close with the Lord. And I'm like, man, like, there's things that they do that are, like, straight up unexplainable other than they just, they, that is literally Jesus just shining through them. Yeah. People persecuting them and just, like, telling them all sorts of terrible, evil things about them. Really? And they respond in love. And it's like, right. wow, dude. Wow. You know, that's not, like... Lead that, by example. Yeah, tell right. me that there's not, like, an inch of a desire and then that wants to shout out back at them and be like that would be the natural response be like dude screw you you don't know me you don't know like that would be the natural human response but to see them respond with like love or you know unconditional love like that is a manifestation of jesus himself you know right um but anyway man like i share like all this with you and with anyone's listening too like i again i just share it because it is true and that's my it's not my truth it is, if it's true for me and it worked for me, right. like, it is for everybody. It's and it's, a, and right. God, like, sent his only begotten son so that whoever would believe in him. And that's where, I, that's where I fall with that. And I want people to know that God is good and that scripture is trustworthy yeah. and that Jesus is who he says he is. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is so good. It's unreal, really, man, or it's super real is what I like to say. Um, to see someone so talented and and efficient and executing a musical vision as such as you mm. in such a stylized way to be having this much of a um, of a feeling of act- of something to say. Mm. Um, not that you have anything to say before, but I feel like the things you're you're going to be saying moving forward are are coming from a, a more evolved person, mm. right? Yeah, like yeah. a more refined version and hypothesis of what Jude Smith is. Yeah. And I'm again, really happy I, I to guess, see that. I guess what comes back to the, you know, us talking about mushrooms is like, what was that? Like, what was the thing that pushed that what new, do you mean? us coming up, uh, talking about like, what, what made that come out of me? And that's what I'm questioning right now is like, what made what, it come what out of me? caused this new like revelation and this new desire and this new inspiration right. to come out? It was nothing other than literally God himself. Yeah, of course. And, and faith and God obedience and humility. Right. God and, right. um, and and, and, not, and what I'm not saying is I'm not saying that um, I definitely wouldn't equate scripture with mushrooms in my book, like no pun intended, my book. But yeah. I wouldn't. Um, but and and I'm not and I'm not saying that uh, scripture is um, that there's not power in it. But man, there has also been times with like I think the most powerful ingredient is faith. Absolutely. Humility before God. And that's outside of mushroom yeah. and, and scripture, by the way, because the thing that you're carrying with you in the Bible mm-hmm. is not with you here mm-hmm. is faith. Yeah. Yep. Right? That's right. Yeah. And it, that's something that you're generating within yourself through mm-hmm. a connection to God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? So it's you and you and God. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like, that's yep. what I feel like it boils down to is yeah. you and your relationship with, with God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The mushrooms what, are interesting. What do you feel like... Um, Immensely interesting. Yeah, what do you feel like, uh, if I can ask you just... Please, the, anything. Um, <clears throat> anything, dude. What What do you think about my personal relationship with Jesus, and are you curious about that? Because oh, yeah. I have a conviction to not maybe uh, dive into the, to the mushrooms I like think that's do. a personality trait that you're born with, is what I would say, is what mm-hmm. that is. Okay. But I think, I, just from talking to you, I would definitely not say everybody take mushrooms. But mm-hmm. from, you know, you... I think it's a no-brainer. <laughs> I do. I think it's like a no-brainer that you would take that and just like... <laughs> okay. I really do, because it's just like... It's just there's so many cases of people that have had these revelatory, super normal um, revisions on their hypothesis of life and truth mm-hmm. um, that have also practiced Christianity and understand scripture in a way in which they're published people, right? So mm-hmm. it's like... 
published writers, I think it'd be a no-brainer. And you also look into a lot of data that's being bought, brought up now on how much mushrooms were growing around at that time and how humans were consuming them mm. and how it was being consumed with wine and with chocolate and they're finding artifacts that mm. predate the Bible. Mm. Um, so it's like, was the Bible written on an influence that maybe they didn't have the scientific understanding on how to measure Hmm. Was there mushrooms in what they were well, eating? Well, if they were as inspired by by as you were, then I, I think, think it's still it gone. Come up in scripture, you know. Maybe, maybe I would think so. I mean, if if, if Daniel Donato wrote the Bible, you'd be telling me about mushrooms. So That's I, I assuming I knew that the mushrooms were psilocybin-based mushrooms. Yeah, but I think I could have just eaten. Yeah, humanity is still humanity. We, they would you have the burning bush from then somewhere. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know. So yeah. that's the thing is I don't know. Yeah. So like the I don't know. I think it's a fair route and there's no judgment on my end coming from it. Sure. If you were to pursue that part, I think for me, it'd be a no brainer for you. But <laughs> here's what I think, dude. I think like you're born with your personality. I'm born with mine yeah. and nature has somehow in the most miraculous way possible. Every human has a different personality. Sure. That's really interesting. Sure. Like not every strat is like the same, Yeah. but like they're kind of the same, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every human like truly is like a yeah. different human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like not like a strat. Sure, sure, sure. sure yeah. So like your curiosity points you to the scripture and the scripture is it and that is right and, and, and I'm going to interpret it in that way. And my, my personality is pointing me towards like I'm definitely going to try the scripture. Yeah. Um, I think my, my curiosity points me to the book of Daniel first huh, yeah. um, just because I want to know why I was, what I was named after yeah, yeah. and I want to know what that Daniel entails. Amazing, Daniel is also amazing a bad figure. story, man. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm really intrigued by the data about what was going on with psilocybin and particularly DMT Mm-hmm. Um, at the start of what was uh, humans communicating before mm-hmm. we even had religion, mm-hmm. um, and it would just be like if you if you take in that data, it would like it's like linear. It, like right. it makes sense that there was a psychedelic influence involved, and mm-hmm. then you partake in the psychedelic influence, and it's like it's all God and nothing else. Yeah, that's that's hard for me to to under, to get with because we haven't done Paul, it. Paul, well, no, because Paul talks about in Scripture that he goes off in Galatians one about how. He did not receive this from any person or anything. It was from God. It was from God. Right. It literally was like, and again, so he like, was sober and just sitting and there. Here's the thing, and and you selling me on, on oh, I'm mushrooms, not trying to sell. And, and I'm just putting yeah. it. I'm just for lack of better words. Yeah. For you selling me on mushrooms is because you, um, you uh, they've obviously been a benefit to your life and an impact on your life, and you yeah. believe that it could be the same for me. I do. So if that was to for some, in some way be a part of how the scriptures got written, I would definitely think that. Um, that would come up in some way so to be like, question, hey, I got this revelation because I experienced God through mushrooms. I think so, that would have been in there somewhere. Right, and all but, I'm saying is I just don't really, I, I don't think it No, it's not in there, right? Because you've read it. You know better than me. I'm the last person you will argue on like Man, just read accuracy. Galatians 1 that Paul talks about. The question though I have for you yeah. is are you familiar then with the recent hypotheses on the psychedelic, on the involvements of psychedelic within the writings of the Bible? Um, not, no. So it's like, are you willing to hear those? Uh, yeah, I'd be willing it's to hear like, it. It's yeah. like, that's something I would think would make sense. Like, if you're really, like, you, you have this much faith in it, it's like you're wanting to test it. You might not even want to test it. You're probably fine with where you're at. You don't take mushrooms and you have all the revelations you have. Yeah. It's like, it really is beautiful. And that's what I'm trying good. to say, man, is like, there's no source. And like, what do you do with me if we're, if we're at the quote unquote same end point? Which, again, I think they are different end points. Of, of, we've had different results in our spirituality. Like, I, I would ask you what what how do you uh, how do you wrestle with the reality that from, I've done it with 
putting nothing into my body. It's well, I think they're probably a little different. That's all I'm saying is they're probably just different. Yeah. I, and I would agree. I think it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's all it is. And it's like I have faith in the fact that the differences of our experiences are justified. I truly in do. What, way? what do you mean? Like, um, it would only make sense that if we literally are different people born with different personalities and different chemical rations in our brain, that the experiences of faith we have have also elements of difference between them. That just seems like very linear. Seems mm. it makes sense. Mm. If we were the same person, like literally the same person, mm. I would I would think it'd be it would make sense that uh there's a wrong and a right way to do it. Mm. Um I just think and this is also just recent information I've taken in on sure. just there was there was a lot of uh there was a lot of uh psychedelic influence, uh psychedelically charged plants being consumed in that time in which people had no possible way to understand. Huh. that it would have been the plant or yeah. that it would have been um, literally just resting on the leaves of the fruits they were eating, by yeah. the way. Well, then you'd it's have like, to convince me that Paul no, and, all of his, and all of his people who experienced Jesus on the road, yeah. that all of them were on mushrooms in that experience. Well, it, it's very possible. Um, it's very possible that they could sure. have all eaten something from the same place and they didn't know it. You know what I mean? It's sure. like, and there's a lot of data that's like, sure. being spoken about now that's sure. like, it's, it's like... Um, it comes down to faith, man. That's, I think it does. It yeah, there, I think there, it there does. will always be an opportunity for you to logically explain it away, and that's the way that God has made it. and And that's not a lazy excuse for oh, me. To, and that's not a lazy excuse to I'm say. I'm not explaining it away by any. Yeah, means. I know you're not. I love the devil's advocate here. It's, it's great, but I. That's. Wait, what that's, do you mean by that? What do you mean? I like uh, dev, dev, just uh, for lack of better words, like the respectful back and forth opposing views. You know. I see. I I guess they're opposing, because I'm. They're definitely opposing, man. There's there's only one way. There is only one way to real relationship, real relationship with with God, and that's Jesus Christ, man. And I'm I'm willing and on board to uh, I'm willing to be were, on board with that. I'm wondering if they're different because like if they were you so won't know different until you try it. That's my. That's so you're my saying read. So you're saying read the scripture is read the way. Read the scripture and apply your faith to it and humble I yourself see. before God. Can you now? Here's a question. Can you read the scripture and also take psychedelically charged substances that reveal to you different ideas that you didn't know you were capable of having. I wouldn't suggest it um, because if you get in scripture, you're going to tell, it's going to tell you that you should not be doing that. So, so there's my question. So how much plasticity is there to scripture? Zero? Uh, well, people interpret it a different way, but I believe that God was communicating. Uh, like, no, I want to know about yours. Like, cause I'm, I feel everything you're feeling. Like it feels like truth to me. Uh-huh. You can feel when somebody's talking from a truth. Yeah, 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 true. You can feel it in your solar plexus. Yeah, you can really, yeah. I think it's real. Yeah. I can feel when people are like telling me like, how about this? Like uh-huh. when people tell you that they love their record uh-huh. and they love, and you can feel like, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. you don't. Yeah. There's conviction. There's belief. Yeah. There's belief. So I believe everything you're saying is true. Um, so, but you, uh, you, it actually seems to me like you actually have like with the scripture, the the amount of threshold the threshold you have for it to be open to interpretation is rather low it might even be zero it's like that's what it was and that's it well even last night i it's was like, studying something um that i'm still wrestling with which so is but like, if you're studying something mm-hmm. that's different than reassuring yourself of something right because if you're studying you're trying to prove yourself wrong are you not i'm trying to get to the bottom of uh, what's true yeah right if you're trying to get down but you're trying to do it through the scripture and the scripture only yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like as far as like my how I behave as a believer. I want to try that. So that's the thing I want to try is I want to try taking all these ideas and these feelings I have in my heart, my solar plexus, and my consciousness too. It's like 
that I have of God, and I want to try reading the scripture and seeing if I if, if, what I resolve to in the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm just not fully convinced that the psilocybin experience and the scripture are so different. You won't know until you try. Until both, I try. And, until and I try. From both. My conviction of getting in scripture. I'm not willing to meet you halfway and try yours. No, that's fine. You know, but you, I, but I think if you you get in scripture, that's the only way you're going to know if there's a difference. And I'm telling you, it's I want to try. It's it's the same thing I've been saying these last couple these last two hours is like when you have that cup of you have that drink of water, you're not curious about anything else. Right. It just it's they, like that's exactly. They what just I didn't really have the means to know what else was in the water. Then, <laughs> if and, we're talking yeah. metaphorically, well, they no, did. I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about right. myself when I when I align myself with this way yeah you know and i'm humble before god and i do the i do life the way that he i believe that scripture is his voice that he he inspired and all scripture is god breathed that's what scripture says that he initiated all of it right and so when i read it it's how he wants me to live life and when i do that and i align my life with how he wants me to live it and in submission to who he is it's i don't i'm not curious about anything else you know? That's interesting. So yeah, that's literally the only thing I'm parting ways with you on. Literally, mm-hmm. I think our entire conversation yeah. is why that re- why that much faith in something wouldn't lead to a pretty linear uh, uh, curiosity. Like, um, well, it's not like it's not such a step outwards. I think to to say that like this, you know, a lot of people uh, have taken this that are fueled by the same um, faith that you have mm-hmm. and it, 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 and they, they have the experience and it only ramps it up more. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like very fascinating to me. Um, I don't think it's such a big faith where it's like, or it's such a big jump, like to say, like read scripture, have questions about scripture, um, partake with the substance and meditate on the question that you have from the scripture, mm-hmm. just as you do with the book, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't see it as being such a big deal. I would see something like I would, I could see something way more extreme mm-hmm. like you know like I don't know like circumcise somebody yeah like that's sure, way extreme sure, like sure. even though we now have like medical data to prove that like there are some benefits like, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah yeah it's like sure. there's a lot of medical benefits still alive too that are regenerative sure. like in your brain yeah and just like, my conviction I don't see any plasticity in the conviction of scripture says there you it should is. not be you 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 should be of sober mind you know right I just wonder what sober means did they define that. Um, you can go back and do a Greek study on that, but that's, you know, that's what I take that as. And that's what my conviction, I feel like if I were to do that, I feel like I would be displeasing God. And that's, that's why I don't do it. So I wonder why that's good. That's, I got to think about that then. I wonder why I don't feel like I'm displeasing. My, my place I I would start in scripture is start in. Yeah. Tell me where to start. I really like Luke a lot. I, I need to reread the Gospels again. It's been a couple months. My feeling tells me to start with Daniel, just because I. Well, you can do that. I'm but, so intrigued but by the story. Like Jesus is the main character of the Bible. Is Dan- Daniel's Old Testament? Yeah, he's right? Old Testament. So Jesus, and I'm before. not saying he's irrelevant, but I'm just saying like to get to understand what the Bible is about is New Testament. Got to understand like the story of Jesus. Why is it old and new? It's you kind of think you can kind of think of it in Star Wars. Star Wars. So Hero's theme. Journey. It is. George, it starts in the Joseph middle. Campbell. Like right. the the. Basically, how do I say this? Jesus is kind of 
in the middle-ish kind of toward in the book it's actually toward the back of the book but Jesus is in the middle and beginning in the beginning of that the the prequels if you will the Star Wars prequels right or the Old Testament right right right, it's right. The establishing of the nation of Israel right and then episode, episodes four five and six are Jesus in, in the gospel and he was right and then episodes seven eight nine are the church established and them going and preaching the truth yeah you know? right right um, but I man see. start with Jesus man start in uh, start in Luke. Starting Luke where? Luke 1? Like the Luke first one. page? Read all of it. That's what I'll do, and here's what we'll do. Yeah. Um, I'll try Luke 1. I'm about to finish up a book here okay. in the next two days. I'm going to try Luke 1. Well, read all of it. Yeah, Luke yeah. 1 through, uh, I can't remember how many chapters it is, but read the whole book. And I'm just going to read that, yeah. and then I'm going to come to you with some questions. Do it, man. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to set an unreasonable goal of saying I'm going to read all of it. Um, I almost would rather... Short. Super short. Yeah, I'd rather read Luke. I'd rather marinate on that information. Yeah. It's and, super short. You could right. read it, and if you sat down, you could read the whole thing, and I wouldn't rush through it. I'm not I'm not going to. I would not rush through but it. I'm going to come to you with some questions. Do it, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm probably going to read it and then take some mushrooms and then see. I wouldn't advise you to do that. I know you wouldn't advise me. I know, but, that's, but uh, we can have a difference there as friends, right? Sure. Um, and I want, I want to see if I have any different questions then, you know? Sure. It's like, just to know. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. This was a brilliant. I think this was a fun conversation, dude. <laughs> and I'm it's really like, excited to hear you have some music coming out. I love out. getting to talk with you, man. It's it's I always it's always fun. Well, I, I never feel I never feel disrespected. And no, because sure, you're not. You never feel disrespected by me. But I always, no, I have I was, the most respect for you, man. Man, likewise. Absolutely, I mean that too. Likewise, yeah. Um, you know, you can have um, you can have you should have love for everybody, but you mm-hmm. don't need to have respect for everybody. Yeah. I think, and I have both of those for you. <laughs> oh man, I seriously, that. man. And, and also, if you ever do arrive, that I would you, you, you right now, you're probably gonna say you won't. I understand, but if you ever do, I'm your guy. <laughs> I want to help you. I want to, or I want to. If I ever did, you'd probably be the first one, but I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't. I, don't I understand. I understand. Okay, <laughs> cool. Can we, I want to do a prayer after. Yeah. Dude, let's we go. don't need to do it all My dear friend, Jude Smith, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. I most importantly want to thank you, the listener, for tagging along on for this, uh, this conversation here on the Lost Highway. This was a very healthy and good conversation, I think, to surround yourself with. I think it's very hard to progress and develop and integrate parts of your um, your potential self and shadow as a human if you think everybody else is wrong and you think you're right. It sounds like a very hard and friction-heavy way to go into life. So I hope this conversation brings you a little bit of peace and knowing that it's okay if you philosophically have some differences with people around you in life, especially on things that are very hard to quote-unquote know. Um, go check out Jude's new song. It's about his love for God. I love God. Uh, sound as God, according to Mickey Hart. Simple as that, in my opinion. Um, thank you to our friends over at Osiris Media for being the home of the Lost Highway podcast. This road needs a place to go. Our friends over at Topo Chico, keeping us hydrated both on stage and off stage. And most importantly, if you are living a life that you feel is not quite 100%, which is a challenge to do, if you are having anxiety, stress, depression, relationship problems, whether it's personal, internal, of any kind, uh, betterhelp.com slash losthighway. You will get 10% off, my friends, 10% off. Tell them I sent you, betterhelp.com slash losthighway. Y'all, stay patient, stay persistent, stay positive, and go stream the new Cosmic Country album, Cosmic Country and Western Songs. Thank you so much. I'll see y'all next time.